Okay. Hello, 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 hello. Hi everyone, welcome to Inject It Podcast, where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. I am Alexandra. I'm Diana. Yeah, so how's everyone doing today? Is everyone good? Yeah, I'm good. I've um, had a long day at work and I had a glass of wine. And then I was telling you earlier about the news about the whale in the Thames and it was making me sad. Diana's getting sad about the whale, which like, okay, I guess that's this is nice to be sad about the whale. I think it's <laughs> I think it's nice to be sad about it. Though like some of the things you were saying though, it's like Yeah, but Diana, if okay, so Diana was messaging me and she was like, I'm really upset about this. Can we talk about it? I'm so upset. They have just put down the whale. Basically, today on the news, we were informed that um, like a baby whale was stuck in the Thames, a bit distressed. And from what I heard in the news this morning, <laughs> they were trying to get it to um, get get it to the vet so the vet can look over it first. But then mm-hmm. it had escaped. That's what I had heard. It escaped, and it was very distressed. All of that. Anyway, Diana is very was very upset. She was like. They put down the whale. How could they do this? Blah 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 blah. And I'm just like, when when an animal's been put down, in my head that means that obviously a vet, a qualified person, has gone and said, you know what, the animal is in too much stress to mm. be able to keep living. We need to put the animal down. That's what it didn't I look know. That's like look, when Diana, <laughs> they just show it. Look, look, you're not close up to the whale, babe. I you're saw the pictures people, on the news. The people were like, "Did you see people on the bridge that they were no, smiling I at the whale?" No, because I've anything. I've literally just got home. Only, oh. only sources I've heard of this is radio. So okay. I haven't seen any pictures or anything. When you see the live footage, you might be touched because the whale was swimming the live around. Footage. I'm not too sure. You know, close to humans. Like it was proper cute. But um, yeah, that, but that's not that's not good for the whale. <laughs> that's not right. The the whale can't be be getting close to humans. The whale needs to be in the sea, not in the yeah. dusty river Thames. You know, I just think what what makes me very sad about it is that whenever an animal, like a big animal or like a fish animals, a big a big sea creature ends up in the Thames, they die. Did you hear about the seal well, as well the other day? The, sorry, 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 sorry. Can I just answer your question? To is are fish animals like whales yeah, aren't fish they are mammals so they're mammals <laughs> anyway carry on <gasps> yeah they lay they don't lay eggs they just lay no, they're whales they're young. oh my god whales are mammals whales are the biggest mammals and elephants oh are the biggest mammals on earth and, not in the sea so oh whales are the biggest mammals how have I lived like 23 years and not known that <laughs> I I don't know because that was like really common knowledge and well but for me like for me growing up my mum would always be like mammals are because my mum likes to lecture and everything and yeah. it. <laughs> it's like mammals are animals that suckle their young so humans are mammals and then I used to have to yeah. I used to have to list what animals are mammals like a test (laughs) yeah I used to have to list what are mammals and stuff like that like this is growing up so what are mammals oh is this a mammal wow do they lay eggs oh wow no do they suckle their young yeah 
then they're mammals. That was oh. that's how the conversation goes. I missed out of that part of my childhood. I don't know where I was. I was probably playing with bugs outside or something. But um, yeah, you that, you were just uh, torturing bugs. Did you hear about and, the seal though? And in the terms? snails. Torturing. I the didn't seal. Torture. <laughs> torture snails. Yeah, you were throwing them at car windows. Yes, he did. <laughs> that was an accident. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I was instructed by my granny. She's very strict. There you go. There you go. Torturing the snails. I know. <laughs> anyway, about the seal, the seal that was in the Thames. What yeah. happened? Oh, I don't. A trigger warning because this is awful. It got um, it got <laughs> mauled by a dog. <laughs> and this is why the the humans need to interject and no. safely <laughs> escort the whale back to the ocean. <sighs> So he, there you go, there you go. So <laughs> oh, it's too sad with these Thames stories. Like, oh, the so Thames the, is just so a the, creepy place. So the place. dog just went went back to doing its hunting, didn't it? So the seal mm. wasn't prepared. This is what I mean. The seal wasn't prepared for that kind of wildlife. <laughs> domesticated one. <laughs> I wonder you know, what dog at the end it was. Of the day, circle of life in it. Like it was killed mm. by a dog. I don't know about mm. you though, but like, say if I ever walk down the Thames or South Bank, I never see people with big dogs. They're always little dogs. Like I never see a big staff or like a Great Dane or something or a Rottweiler. Okay. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Rottweiler. I don't know so what must dogs, have like. Dogs are still it. carnivores, so they can. Yeah. I don't know. A little or maybe it's a stray dog. Mm. A stray dog could be the Chihuahuas are chippy. I yeah. don't know, maybe. Mm. Um, but anyway, so yeah. yeah how, how are you? Back to, the, back to the whale. Oh, sorry, I was going to go back to the whale. Go sorry. on then. What, what have you? Oh yeah, back to the whale. So, um, <laughs> oh, we don't have to go back to the whale. I just thought yeah. that okay, clearly the vet had to had to like get involved and. Mm clearly the whale was too distressed too injured and wouldn't be able to go to the ocean by itself because the last time we had the whale we had a whale in the Thames like literally we followed this whale's journey for a whole week and then heard that (laughs) it died it didn't it Mm. didn't quite get to the sea it it died so like this is what I mean if if the if that baby whale wasn't going to make it to the sea then it's not going to make it to the sea Mm. anyway (laughs) what are you asking how am I I'm okay how are you I'm I'm alright I've I just had my first shift back at the museum, Ooh. which I just feel like that it was. That's very. Uh, I don't want to use the word traumatizing, but it was a lot. <laughs> oh. I have not worked for five and a half months, wow. <laughs> and now all of a sudden, I have to go back to work mm. and be standing up all day, walking around all day. You know, like. Yeah. I've been sitting down all day for five and a half months and then even like the lockdown before that you know it's been a lot mm-hmm. like I feel like we I feel like this like the world has all the government they haven't even thought of you know that transition of not people mm. who literally have not worked for ages for months on end because of these yeah. lockdowns and how like we're just expected to just go back and yeah. be fine and like which okay fine and I don't have many sh- I don't have many shifts or anything this month but I'm just thinking of people who all of a sudden like who probably who are working like in restaurants and stuff Imagine. who all of a sudden yeah. have to go and be serving people outside 
Yeah. <laughs> and, uh-uh. to, and to just all of a sudden be busy. Obviously, they're not as busy because they can only serve people outside. But the restaurants mm. that are going to be opening from the 17th of May, like, guys, yeah, man, I just... going to be busy. Like, if, you are, if you're feeling a bit anxious, you know what? That is, that's okay. And mm. if you're feeling like like feeling like you're dreading it that is okay because I like literally when I realized that it was this week I was starting back and it was on a Monday and I was just like no Uh, no I don't know don't know if I can do it but yeah that is okay it's a lot get into a routine though like one like after a few days it'll just be like my my shifts are all over the place I'm I'm never in a routine Mm. so (laughs) literally yeah my shifts are all over the place but Mm. and I'm look I'm not going to be working there for that much longer I'm not I'm putting that out there because I will be getting my job this year so I'm Mm -hmm. not going to be working there that much longer um anyway so it's fine that's but good yeah, though, so that's like, that's just how I am. That but like my day was fine. I didn't have a that mm. bad day, and I'm okay. I think it's just I'm just a bit tired right now. But yeah, yeah. anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but oh, like well, talking on that anxiety and everything, going back to work. Um, it's mental health awareness week. From what we know, like, um, mm. what what did did you see? Did you see something saying it was next week? Well, I, at work, I've got a social media calendar and I put it in for next week, but it may be this week because I feel like it is this week, but I don't know. Yeah, because well, cause first Deanna told me that it was Mental Health Awareness Week this Let week and on the BBC, they're all, t- they're all saying it's Mental Health Awareness Week. So let's go on the BBC one yeah, extra. This week. They're doing mental health awareness. So, okay, it mm-hmm. is. It's Mental Health Awareness Week. Um yeah and we just wanted to like let you guys know just kind of for me on the same note of like if you're feeling like anxious if you're feeling like oh my gosh how am I meant to do this the world is opening up slowly more things are just coming and it's just like oh what Mm. how am I gonna get through it like guys you'll get through it just stop take a deep breath and Mm -hmm. just or like breathe like take a deep breath like five times yeah clear your head and then just be like you know what I got this and just yeah. just keep going like everyone you got this um I'm proud of you well done well done for getting out of bed if you don't feel like you can get out of bed that's okay too like mm-hmm. well done for just you know for just breathing well done you're breathing and that's okay if you're not feeling like you can get out of bed if you're not feeling like you're up for going to work look it's okay just like let's just celebrate and let's congratulate the things that we are able to do so if you're Mm -hmm. able to I don't know if if you've been able to get in the shower well done if you've been able to just like if you're just feeling like you just need to stay in bed know what well done for giving yourself some time to yourself so um that's kind of what I want to touch on for mental health awareness week (laughs) yeah that's nice I feel like um everyone is going through a very similar thing at the moment as well we're all going we're all basically following the same path um although we've all Mm -hmm. got different jobs and stuff we went from a massive change well actually a lot Mm -hmm. of massive changes last year in of lockdown out lockdown in out in out for the whole year yeah and then like now we're coming out of it and it's (laughs) shake it all about and it's (laughs) (laughs) that was such a joke my mum would make (laughs) 
<laughs> it seems now Sorry. like this is it like the vaccine is working and people like they're going back to work and stuff so you've just got to take yeah every day as it comes like every day but where just- is my vaccine <laughs> <laughs> we're meant to all have had it by the end of July and if look at it we're mid we're mid May. That's too that's too far away. Yeah, like I feel like I won't I want have it. it. Now. Yeah. Just, what, what's going on? Where's where's the delay? What's where's happening? our vaccine? I'm sorry. It's just like why are they taking so long? And people aren't turning up to appointments, man. Yeah. Just just put me on a waiting list, yeah. Just tell me what day to come to be a reserve for people who don't turn up to appointments, please. I need to know actually mm. I might just search where these test centres are because I'm trying to go away in June. I've decided I'm going <laughs> I'm going somewhere in June. So I need to be getting my yeah. vaccine some some point soon. Like I I should probably be trying to get it like in the next couple of weeks so then I could be able to, mm. I could be able to get the second job. Yeah, in a good amount yeah. of time. I feel but like I'm, if I'm going to try and get you it. Could, you could get it if you were just lingering outside the jab centres. I think they'd actually just, like, at the end of the day, be like, have you got any left? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, a little bit. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because you said that you said that to me before. That's what I'm yeah. thinking. Because like, otherwise, they're just getting wasted. Because they yeah, have to, they exactly. have to get rid of them at the end of that day. So yeah, I don't see they were why even not. doing that at the beginning when they were handing them out to eighty year olds. Like if like yeah, like the workers, the the vaccine, what are they called the the jabbers, the people, the jabbers, the jabbers, the people that give the jabs, they. Um, <laughs> They they were waiting Nurses. around, or their families were there at the end of the day, and they they were like giving them out. At least where I live, because that's what the rumours were, yeah. were around where we live. We we're like, oh my god, why are these young people getting the vaccine already? But it's because you, you can literally just turn it. up. <laughs> but loads of people like I know that a lot of people have it, like because obviously the key workers are working at schools and stuff. But then I'm just thinking, like, hold on, you're expecting us to be work- going out in retail, like mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like people who are working in retail just have to go and work in retail. Mm. I'm sorry like do do we not count as key workers like now all of a sudden I have yeah. to go into a busy museum around all these people even the people that I work yeah. with yeah. and like what you can't expect me to wear a mask all day with the people that I work with because I'm sorry no. like I need to be able to breathe sometimes and I don't know how long when, the mask film will last because they're, they're, they're not doing it in school anymore like after the next oh, few not. weeks no they're, they're not doing it in schools <laughs> all of these rules <laughs> I'm Boris lost. Johnson, stop making shit up, man. <laughs> You're making it up as you go along. This government is a joke. It's a joke. It's <laughs> that's mad, all I've got to it? say. It's a joke. Oh no, that's going to be the title of this episode. Is a joke. That's yeah. That's it's a joke. <laughs> Literally. Um, nah, like just, just yeah. Let's get on to actually while we're on the topic, we're going to keep on the topic of traveling for a bit longer, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so Boris Johnson, I'm sorry, and the government being a joke, Boris Johnson apparently is now being investigated for a 15,000 pound Caribbean holiday. Guy, what is going on? <sighs> He's getting investigated for renovating 10 Downing Street yeah. and using uh Tory donor payer money. <laughs> He's been investigated about using about fifteen thousand pound Caribbean holiday. He's been inv- mm. like, I'm what? Like, I'm sorry. What does this guy need to do for you guys to shout at him to resign mm. and for it to actually be serious shouts? Because I'm sorry, yeah. like, 
he said apparently he said let let the bodies pile up in their th- in their thousands and you guys still aren't <laughs> shouting at him to resign this is what real does life. he need to do yeah it's crazy that, i don't understand like i'm sorry this government they love they love to suffer they love it no n- not this mm. government i mean this this great britain <laughs> loves suffering they love to suffer they love it you know what I find they interesting about that it. comment? Gagging for it, sorry. <laughs> They're gagging for it. <laughs> what I find really funny, well, not funny, it's not funny at all because people are dying, but what I find very, um, maybe ironic is the word for this Boris comment about, um, oh, let the bodies pile. They're, they're literally pensioners who are your main demographic, the Tory main demographic, and you're like, oh, fuck it, let's just like allow the bodies yeah, but to... They they've never cared. They don't care <laughs> that... They don't care about the demographic of Tories. Yeah. They don't care don't about the do. people that they're governing and for the people that they vote in. They laugh no. at them every time. This mm-hmm. is what they've been doing. It's because at the end of the day, all the Tories care about is themselves and their their pockets having money in it. That's all they mm-hmm. care about. And they only like they don't like they don't even care for other people. They don't care for other rich and wealthy people, but they just want to keep themselves rich and wealthy in general so and by doing that you need to be friends with the powerful rich and wealthy people to stay rich and wealthy and that's what they want that's what they like they don't care that they've brainwashed all these working class people to vote Tory because just because all mm-hmm. they have to do is just show that they're racist so to get other people on board because this country loves to be racist they love it mm. and it's just like yeah. I don't know what more this guy needs to do like <laughs> how many things are getting investigated from him how many people are like now going <laughs> digging up receipts and um, exposing him for things. I like mad, it doesn't it? it doesn't matter. Like I'm sorry if this yeah. was anyone else. If this was I'm sorry if this was Theresa May. They them lot like and look I'm not mm. an advocate for Theresa May. Please don't get me wrong. I'm not an advocate for Theresa May. But I can see when because a woman is in power they're shouting for Mm -hmm. her to resign straight away because Mm -hmm. they fucking hate women and like Theresa May anything she said resign (laughs) you you know what I mean no way Theresa May could have gone on a £15,000 Caribbean holiday in in the middle of a pandemic you know what I mean there's no way there's no way Theresa May couldn't make up all these rules as she went along without people shouting at her no. to resign. And and like, I'm sorry, people would have blamed Theresa May for COVID. They would have said, you brought COVID here. <laughs> they would have they would have come up with, oh, the Theresa May strain. Like they would have come up with that. You know what <laughs> I mean? Theresa May strain. Like, <laughs> literally. But I'm sorry. Like, are you guys... <laughs> How is Boris Johnson? He still don't need to resign. <laughs> I just, it's I honestly sc- can't believe, like, from the day that I saw him rugby tackle a child to the floor in <laughs> some sports game, that was the day I realised, mm, this guy seems a bit weird. Like, he doesn't seem, he, do, he just isn't giving me Prime Minister vibes <laughs> or Mayor of London vibes. And now, 2021, uh, wow, times have changed. We're, we're living uh, in 2020. such a crazy time, as everyone calls I it. Just, it's just, I cannot, I can't, I can't anymore. Like, that's just, it, I just, can't. Get me I can't. out. <laughs> Literally, just, just let me go on holiday. <laughs> let me go away. I can't, I can't with these people. I've been here for too long. I can't believe I haven't seen an airport. <laughs> Have you seen in over um, a year? 
Did you ever watch I'm a Celebrity when Jimmy Bullard um, was Mm-mm. in a challenge? He was in this challenge and there was bugs all over him and the buzzer went and he was like, it's, it's a meme now, he's like, oh yes, get me out of this shithole. <laughs> and that is my mood <laughs> right now. As soon as the restrictions are lifted, oh, I'm kind of on your vibe now. I'm just like, please, just at least get me out of my town. Like, Get, get me out of this part of the country. Get no, me, get I me anywhere. The, get, I'm feeling Get me out of the town isn't good enough. Cause like, I'm sorry, <laughs> like it's town. just not good enough. Like I mean, not gonna lie, guys. Look, I've I have been outside of London. I just don't. I just need to get out of this UK. Yeah, like it's just, not I, you I, it. I, Yeah, I don't want to. I just need to get out. <laughs> <laughs> I need heat. Give me my freedom. May isn't oh, giving me just, the heat. Yeah, I was I'm prepared sorry. for. I'm sorry. Where is our heat wave? Where, where is our heat wave? I'm sorry. To be honest, it's a bit. It's been a bit warm like the past couple of days. But I'm sorry, but the sun ain't been yeah. sunning. So where is our heat wave, please? Yeah, please. God. Where is it? Like, where is our treat? Like, at least throughout a pandemic, we'd we'd like a heat wave. We'd like a little something to I'm just sorry, look. Last show that year, and uh, literally last year, you gave us the heat wave April through July, so <laughs> we could get through this fucking lockdown. This lockdown, no colds storms no you still have to wear trousers to skate like i'm sorry i just want to put my shorts on i want to skin out with my big t-shirt like nah this is just like oh i can't even do my sunny skate videos and just you know feel like yes i need to get outside to skate because it's hot and it's sunny and it's mm. just you know good vibes no so i'm just not even allowed that oh yeah. just sorry guys i am feeling very complainy today Anyway, travel traffic light list. Let's get onto this because this. Yeah. Nah. Sorry, I'm gonna get it up for you guys. Why? You, I, I look at it every. I look at it at least three times a day. And you re- refresh, refresh, refresh. Um, <laughs> no, because like they only they you know remember last time they were only updating it on Wednesdays and oh, I yeah, think they review like it bulk. every three weeks. Yeah. So basically. Most things are on the on the amber list. Some mm-hmm. countries red like there's a lot of countries on the red list. Anyway, so yeah, just like what guys like I'm sorry this government need to just make most of Europe on the green list because yeah. like, I'm sorry like I need places to go because <laughs> um I need places to go. Excuse Basically, me, government. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to go Germany and Amsterdam, and like, mm. and I'm trying to do that in June, and I'm not, I'm not waiting to the 21st of June rubbish. I want to go beginning of June. Mm. <laughs> I'm just, you know what? I don't even <laughs> care. Like, it's on the amber list. I think I might just take the quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> just just go if I can quarantine at home I might just I might just have to do it just but I I need the vaccine though I don't want to go without the vaccine in case they in case they don't want to let me in because I don't have two vaccines well you so don't want to get bullshit. all the way there and then them say turn around turn yeah around. but I need to do my my research but literally do I guys do you want to hear the green list <laughs> do you want to hear the green list like, do I I don't know do I? Okay, green list um, countries. This is all from the seventeenth of May, guys. So you know, still illegal to travel until the seventeenth of May. Um, well, if it's not for like a valid reason. Anyway, okay. Green list. We've got Australia. We've got Brunei. 
Oh wait, no, no, no. Wait, hold on. Australia will move. Okay, no, no, no. Everything's moving to the green list. Okay, sorry. Green list. Australia, Brunei, Falkland Islands, Faroe Islands, Gibraltar, Iceland, Israel and Jerusalem, New Zealand, Portugal, including the Azores and Madeira, Singapore, South Georgia and South Sandwich Islands, St. Helena, Ascension and Tristan de Cunha. Huh? The end. Tristan the Coon. The Coonha. That's what it says. I've never heard of this place. That's I don't mad, know where this is. It's kind of like linking to Tristan and Chloe. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, I feel like isn't. things like this happen and it just triggers no, it something doesn't. in my brain. This is just the name of a country. Just because just because we're uncultured and don't know where it is. <laughs> Go on, I'm checking. It's British Overseas Territory. No surprise. Capital Jamestown. Uh, where is this? It's near South. It looks like it's. It looks like it's an island. Kardashians own the island. <laughs> no, they really do not. Kardashians <laughs> on that. On that big to be owning an island. Where is mm. it? It's not telling me. Um. Edinburgh of the Seven Seas. Nightingale Island. Where is this place? Is it of Britain or, or is it South Africa? Where is it? Honestly, two very... we're just our country is just like. Okay, where we, is it? We've colonized everything. Okay, we're it lies in the South Atlantic Ocean, midway between Africa and South and South America. So it's like in the middle. Wow. Of Africa, so yeah, it's just like ra- a random island in the middle. Mm. So that's that's where you can go on holiday, guys. That's on the green list. Those one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Those twelve countries is where you're allowed to go from the seventeenth of May. Twelve. What is wrong with you? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Just <laughs> what? What do you mean? I won't be really going. Twelve countries I'm allowed to go to. Yeah. From the 17th of May. You lot, you're mad. You lot are mad. Mad. Yeah, it's like countries that you, like, probably wouldn't want really want to go to, to in your again. 20s. <laughs> Literally, I don't want to go to Portugal. I've been to Singapore. And, like, look, we don't have the money to be going to Singapore. <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh. And, guys, I've had enough. Mm. <laughs> maybe maybe like the next batch of places will help you out a little bit yeah i'm just gonna look the thing is is that they want they want the tourism they want people traveling so mm. i feel like may time they're gonna be putting most of europe on that they want they want us to be getting on planes they want us spending they want us to spend our money for the economy remember mm. it's all about helping the economy eat out to help out <laughs> Travel get on out a plane to help, to help out. out look yeah that would be lovely <laughs> get me on a plane to help out Discounts. yeah half price half price flights <laughs> On a Monday, <laughs> literally, yeah. I'd Monday, love that. Monday to Wednesday, half <laughs> That would be that would be so good. Like across Europe, imagine, like there'd be events yeah. in every country. Like they Monday should slash train tickets. Yeah, as well. yeah, they should. They won't do that though. 
No, they'll like, increase travel the price. to help out. Go across the whole of the UK and spread the virus. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Get that Kent variant. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> oh guys i'm out of it anyway i think that's all i've got to say about the travel traffic light list it's yeah. crap <laughs> yeah it is bo- oh gosh no i just can't deal spain ain't even on this list nah it's not and the brits love gonna spain be angry yeah legit nah but it's, they'll be able to go to spain everyone's just gonna quarantine they don't care yeah no one stopped traveling anyway not really no because like I don't get how everyone's yeah people are still going away and like celebrities at least they've been they've been going away the whole time exactly so like it don't make no difference Uh, okay Uh. Turkey will move sorry I'm just reading this Turkey will move to the red list 4am Wednesday the 12th of May (laughs) why at (laughs) 4am specifically that's when coronavirus is awake Okay, guys, if you come back from Turkey, you land at 3.59 on Wednesday the 12th of May, you're good. Mm. You're good. You won't have to be going into uh, one of the the quarantine hotels because you landed at (laughs) 3.59. (laughs) Make sure they don't leave you on the plane for that long. (laughs) You can just quarantine at home for 10 days as it's on the um, the Amber list. (laughs) oh gosh anyway yeah okay sorry i just saw that but um 4 a.m why 4 a.m yeah, it's 4 a.m is the time when it moves to list. i, I uh, don't even know i don't know how, uh, these why decisions it just move automatically at 12 a.m at midnight why don't it move now like right now <laughs> <laughs> because they have to have their stupid dates that they plucked out of thin air mm-hmm. <laughs> To make it look okay, like they're organized. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we... Um, yeah, back chat. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, so I don't know if you guys have been watching back chat London at all. Basically, um, I... Look, I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not a fan of Bat Chat. <laughs> I'm not a fan of it, okay? I'm not a fan of this show. Um, they All they do is shout. And I don't know why mm. they're shouting because they're not even shouting any relevant points most of the time. <laughs> so um, this is why I'm just not really a fan. Um, mm. However, this season, I'm watching just like, you know, in support of a good friend of ours um mm-hmm. <laughs> our baby boy yeah so uh our baby boy brandon um so we know brandon in real life to be honest brandon is the reason for this podcast existing because yeah <laughs> uh, he's the mutual friend that um basically introduced us so like literally um yeah, we've just been watching kind of more because Brandon's up there. Mm-hmm. Um, more f- just more for support. But like, the, I feel like the past two episodes weren't too hard to watch. The first episode was was boring. Yeah, cancel culture. <laughs> the topics of cancel culture, like we've heard it all and we don't need to keep hearing. Yeah. R. Kelly, R. Kelly. And the whole conversation was about R. Kelly. And it's like, <laughs> I was waiting for it to go. I, I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere like political or anywhere you know mm-hmm. um that um interesting but 
I was just a bit like, oh, cancel culture. I'm so sick of hearing about everyone moaning about all of this all the time. It's yeah. like, let's move. Like, there's there's other things to talk about. Exactly. And it's just boring. This, I feel like the topic include like the topic of cancel culture is just boring in general. Yeah, it's, just like, it's okay, so look, dry. Yeah, people are... And even the whole the whole aspect of cancel culture is boring like when people yeah. just want to be like oh you're cancelled you're cancelled it's just like shut <laughs> the fuck up they're not cancelled they'll still have their their careers it's like I'm sorry like this is like what I was saying about Noel Clark last week like mm. he'll still have his career I'm sure he will you know like yeah. like this whole thing of trying to cancel him not not saying that he shouldn't be cancelled because I, I believe that like we should believe victims but mm. At the end of the day, he's still got his career. When it's an allegation, mm-hmm. you still have your career. It's not going anywhere, you know, yeah. like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but like, yeah, cancel culture is just boring by itself. Yeah, um, especially definitely. when people just want to cancel, just want to cancel people just because they decided that they dislike them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Like it's the whole true. thing with like Nella Rose and stuff, when people just want to drag up people's tweets from when they were twelve years old, and it's just like. <sighs> That is just ridiculous. Like, because I've probably... I don't even know what I put out when I was 12. I had Tumblr. Like, I was posting a load of shit. Mm. Probably, like, a lot of problematic shit. But it's just, like, that is part of growing up. You you make mistakes. Yeah, exactly. You learn. And unfortunately, our generation made mistakes on the internet. And it's, like, our digital footprint is going to scar us all. Because we've yeah, all fucking and done it. Especially when it comes to, like, the digging up old tweets kind of thing. It's, like... Yeah. I'm sorry, when... The butt of the joke was dark skinned girls mm-hmm. and like homophobia and homophobia. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Mental it's just health, like that, all sorts. Mental health. I'm not like, I'm not saying that this is, <laughs> this is okay. It's not, but it's like when you're digging up tweets from when people were really young and it's just like, oh, they were, they were shouting about dark skinned girls, blah, blah, blah. And they're dark skinned themselves. Like, I'm sorry, can't you see the self hate? You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. I just, I'm not, and I'm not saying like, oh, we should just like not forgive anyone who said all of this stuff. Like, I'm not saying that, but if like, when you mm. kind of know the person and it's like, actually what they stand for right now is not mm. what they were tweeting when they were a child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then why, you know what I mean? Why are we yeah. kind of, why are we trying to police and hold people like kind of to ransom like hold people like Mm. oh you need to face up to what you did was wrong when you were a baby like why are we trying to do that like i don't believe in cancelling children like if your if your views were made like when you were a child if your comments were made when you're a child i'm not going to cancel you because children's brains aren't developed like people are learning like what i just said Mm -hmm. and like once i i think Um, when when you've got accountability and the stuff that you're doing shows that you're not about that so you know like if we come back to kind of like Justin Bieber and Hayley Bieber and she don't yeah. really seem she don't really seem like she wants to say sorry for no, racist comments that she's made she's like, bad vibes then, you know we can hold her accountable to the fact that she don't really want to apologise yeah. you know what I mean yeah and she complains um, about people people trying to hold her accountable she complains and she's yeah. like why is everyone cancelling each other shut up <laughs> please shut up 
<laughs> get out. I'm sick of it. <laughs> and the actual origins of cancel culture, it came from the most marginalised people anyway, who they yeah. were like, these people are damaging and violent, so we want to cancel them. But then exactly. it just spread across and people were cancelling children, cancelling like their nans, cancelling <laughs> their, their bloody like cousins. <laughs> it's like, can, can everyone just Literally. relax? Like, people make mistakes. Like, all of you are haters, just admit it. <laughs> <laughs> people love to hate. Um, but anyway, we wanted to discuss like kind of this episode of Bat Chat. Um, I don't mm. know if you've seen it. Um, in true Bat Chat style, they did not come up with a conclusion. They did not have like <laughs> a constructive argument at all. Um, and everyone was just shouting, 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 shouting their opinions, shouting mm. about acceptance that isn't actually acceptance. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So um, this week's episode was about what was the question hold on the question oh, was I, something like I it was something like okay it. your your yeah. son who is 16 going on 17 is having a birthday meal and he wants to invite one of his boys um later on you being the parent you find out that um you, you're stalking your son's social media and find out that he um that the boy that this boy his mate who he wants to invite is actually his boyfriend Mm. um and then it was like what do you do or how do Mm -hmm. you feel about it something like that and um the first point that was made i don't know none of these people's names by the way so for brandon same i was trying to remember (laughs) them and i actually can't except brandon i don't know any of the others Anyway, um, so we're just going to start describing people from now on. Anyway, so the mm-hmm. first girl who is, um, I don't know, she looks like she's... What, the where, Turkish one. Where is she from? The white one. Yeah, that's it. The yeah. Turkish one, yeah. So she first went on to say how she'd be disappointed in herself as a parent, which I think that's a very fair view. Mm. And I think yeah. like, yeah, you should be disappointed. First, you're searching for your your son's social media. You're stalking his... <laughs> Why are you talking to your son on social media? Um, and secondly, like she was saying that she would be disappointed because her son didn't feel comfortable enough coming to her mm. about it, which is fair enough. And then it got onto an argument of, um, so one girl was saying about how, oh, it's deceitful of the child. Mm. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, but I don't think it is deceitful because at the end of the day, like I think if I was 16, 17, and like there was a guy that I was kind of close with and we were kind of like, oh, are we boyfriend, girlfriend? Not mm. too sure. And then it's kind of like we kind of just started going out being boyfriend, girlfriend. But I'm not really I'm not really, you know, like when you're little, you're not really ready to tell yeah. anyone that you're boyfriend, girlfriend yeah. yet. You know yeah, what I mean? I, you have that at 16, 17. Yeah. You know, so like what if he's not ready to be like, oh, let's tell everyone that we're boyfriend, girlfriend or let's tell mm. everyone that we're boyfriends because like he just might not be ready for that. And yeah, like exactly. I wouldn't, my parents are going to be the last people I tell that I've got a boyfriend. Same. <laughs> you know what like I mean? you're still trying to work it all out. Like you don't even know. It, it's quite awkward, isn't it? Having those conversations it with is. your parents, especially like if you don't have a close relationship with them, like mm-hmm. it can be awkward. And especially in this situation where, okay, in this situation, in the question, it did say you had no idea that he was gay, mm. your, that your son was gay, basically. Or, okay, maybe, you know what? The thing is, though, as well, which I don't think this question even, or I don't think they tackled 
their son might not be gay their son might be bisexual their son might just yeah. be trying something their son might be you know you, this is the thing and I feel like that's something that they didn't even touch on because it's kind of like why are we now just shoehorning this boy into oh mm. you're gay because this is your boyfriend no actually he could be bisexual and yeah. that's okay yeah. <laughs> and um anyway so yeah okay so in so this girl brought up the word about how she feels like it's deceitful of her son which Mm. i don't agree with i don't think you know this is not very nice like your kids aren't telling you everything it's true and I, i think she was saying as well she she went on to say it's deceitful because um they didn't not because he's gay and he didn't tell her but because he's got in a relationship and bringing someone in the house without her knowing that it's a partner or like it's someone that you're sexually you you could potentially be sexually active with maybe they were friends first yeah exactly like that's that's what happens sometimes yeah (laughs) and i feel like as well that argument doesn't work in the sense of you know what like so say if you're just assuming that your that your children are heterosexual yeah Mm. so they bring home friends who are girls all the time you don't have a problem with it just because they're girls Mm. or your friend brings home boys all the time you know uh, you're you're assuming that they're heterosexual oh they bring home boys all the time that's okay they're mates because they're that's their boys but it's like Mm. you're just assuming that okay so they can bring anyone in the house Mm. and um because they're heterosexual oh it's okay you know like basically so one of the guys the guy who has the green hair the black guy with Mm -hmm. the green hair he was arguing like no because you would ask these questions of your children's friends as well and i was like that's a Mm. very valid point because i'm sorry Mm. there's no way i'll be bringing like I'll be bringing my mates to my house but Mm -hmm. I'm sure my like well my mom at least was looking at these people knowing kind of what type of people they are judging them for herself and she and like I'm sorry like you know when you're a little kid and your mom would be like I don't want you hanging around that person or something like that you know don't be hanging (laughs) around with these kind kinds of kids don't be bringing these kinds of kids into your house kind of thing you know Mm -hmm. like they're teaching you this thing so that's not just with partners you know mm. that's also with your mates that you're bringing around the house and so you true. want to make sure that your ch- children are hanging around the right type of people so mm-hmm. this is what i mean so i just don't think deceitful i think that was a very strong word and i understand why they were upset by it by the word mm-hmm. by the use of the word deceitful because the thing is is that people's state of being they're like they're not trying to deceive anyone mm-hmm. with their that with just their existence they're not yeah, trying, they're to, trying to deceive anyone yeah, yeah they're not hiding it they're not purposely trying to hide it because deceit implies that you're purposely trying to deceive someone on yeah. who you are and it's like i'm sorry people just live in their lives they're not purposely trying to deceive other people because at the end of no. the day their life is none of your business for for you to be deceived by yeah you know, and if they are um, trying to deceive you then maybe you should think about why they can't be honest and straight up with you anyway yeah, but like, it's not i feel like just the word deceive is the wrong word completely because yeah i feel like, I feel it's, like it's, it's harsh deceive, to use that word on a child yeah I f- well on anyone deceit and mm. deceiving someone i feel like that's different to not disclosing information 
Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You like yeah. people don't need to know everything about you. They don't need to. Mm-hmm. They don't need to know all the ins and outs. You're just like you know. They you you you'll know necessary information. So you not disclosing that. Okay, I might be in a relationship with this person because you're not ready to disclose that information. That's not mm-hmm. deceit. That's just you haven't you haven't felt confident to say it out loud yeah definitely and to give that information that's not deceit you're not trying to you're not trying to lie and trick people into thinking that you're that thinking that it's something that it's not Mm. because I'm sure him inviting this boy who's actually his boyfriend to his party as a friend I'm sure like they would I'm sure that it's not under the guise of like the, the thing is if if the son, realistically, if the son doesn't want his parents to know that he's gay and doesn't want his parents to know that he's got a boyfriend, he wouldn't invite that boy. <laughs> Do you yeah, know what I mean? yeah, it's true. He wouldn't invite them that's, at all. That's so true. He and would he go, wouldn't be posting it on out. social media. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like he wants, he wants people to know. He, he don't mind yeah. people knowing. You know, like he wouldn't invite him. Maybe him inviting this boy to his birthday meal is when he can it's formally introduce him yeah. as his boyfriend. And this yeah. is another thing. How comes this didn't even come up in any of their heads in Batcha? Yeah, I know. And it just, well, it, I kind of, I, I think on. as well, someone said this, that um, it's better to have your child indoors having sex with their partner rather than doing it in a park, doing it in a car. Exactly. it's just a safer environment. And I've just been yeah, kind of brought up in my house where my parents are quite, my parents are very liberal to, compared to a lot of people. Um, and they were fine with boyfriends and girlfriends being here because a lot of the time they knew like it's, it's just safe know. my house is safe yeah. like and like we're sensible children like trouble. me and my siblings yeah so we wouldn't mm-hmm. we wouldn't be getting in trouble um, and it's just yeah like a lot of them were like I'd never let my kids in my house having sex and it's like mm, why, where what were they you doing then? then? When, yeah. your, when your parents weren't letting you in any house having sex what, what were you doing? Yeah, like we in a park like, time. in yeah. an alleyway. Like I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't having sex, <laughs> but <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sorry. What were you guys doing when you guys were were threatened with don't be coming home with no babies, and you were threatened with don't be bringing no no one in my house having sex? What were you doing? Where were you having sex? Because I'm sorry, yeah. when when I've I feel like when parents have these threats on children. You're just going to go out and do it and try it for yourself, yeah, isn't it? Like, they are. And they're going to be you know doing I mean? it in dodgy places. Like, you don't, you just don't exactly. want your child to be, to be, you know, like, messing around like that when they could be in a safe environment. Like, at least mm-hmm. somewhere where they know that. Like, if, if you create an environment at home where your child, you don't have to talk about it, but you, you just know, like, here, you're always welcome and you, your friends... Yeah. You're, like people that we trust and we know as well obviously your parents have to know them you're always welcome mm-hmm. in the house then that just creates a safe environment where you're not sneaking around and you're not lying or being deceitful as they say yeah like, it just creates transparency and i feel like that's exactly. just the healthiest way to do it yeah and i just i feel like as well um actually let's like kind of go on to basically one of the guys no i'm sorry the guy who had the fox he <laughs> it is um vts there's a guy who had a fox oh around his neck gosh. which I, I like is was very scary i'm sorry sorry it made me scream uh, tangent um tangent story yeah like um at, at my granny's house um in her old house like 
basically one of one of my aunties just had all of her stuff in my grand's house and it was all apparently under the bed in one in one of the rooms yeah, yeah. and like um yeah <laughs> and there was a rumor like there was this like this rumor about how oh she had a, a fox scarf like a real fox scarf <gasps> and like we i used to have nightmares of this fox scarf being <laughs> under the bed and like me and my cousins like weird or like all the ones who are all like the same age as us like we um we used to be scared of this fox scarf and we used to be oh, screaming. We, we didn't want to be left in the room by ourselves or anything. Yeah, the ghost of the fox. fox scarf. <laughs> yeah, the fox scarf that is under, there's a fox under the bed and we were just scared. Oh. <laughs> and there was one time actually, like they were, um, were taking stuff out from under the bed and apparently like, my cousin touched this touched the fox <gasps> and he screamed like i just oh remember him screaming high-pitched running out of the room and like he was crying <laughs> oh he's yeah, literally been like, tormented well i think he was probably like 14 at that time though but <laughs> he, he's, he's the type who would cry he would scream and cry over a fox scarf at 14 but why is someone in their 20s on backtrack got a fox scarf like i'm sorry where where are you from? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But um, anyway, but he had all the points. I'm sorry. He's the only. Yeah. He was the only person. He's intelligent. Who, yeah. Literally, he was the only person who could speak like the most sense and just be coherent with it. Do you know what I mean? And he wasn't like, mm-hmm. and he wasn't kind of, he wasn't trying to shout over people, but he he was just like, no, all I'm doing is speaking the sense, you know, and like yeah. you can't argue. Yeah sense <laughs> you can't yeah. common sense I think I think Brandon stayed very composed considering like if yeah, that was Brandon's me very and good. people were being racist like that would I, I, yeah. I think I've learned how to stay composed but like it's just you can tell he's very resilient like yeah. and he's probably yeah. had to deal with more shit than that like the same like of I course. think a, a lot of the guys like the other I guy think, the one on yeah. the right I think he's straight and he was proper back in the, yeah. the like, gay guys, which yeah. I was quite surprised about because I was like, where did I just, you find him? <laughs> yeah, this is the thing because I, I really liked the panel that they had. Yeah. Like, as, on, as in on the guy's side, I really liked the panel that they had. Same. Because the thing is, is that they had a lot of people who were very kind of like open-minded. Definitely, and, yeah. yeah. And like literally, and that one guy like obviously we don't know the sexual orientation of everyone mm. brandon was the only person who actually said who openly said i'm gay um mm. and like and as well and as well that guy the one guy who seemed to have okay um quotation fingers allegation blah 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 seemed to have um mm. homophobic kind of some homophobic tendencies yeah. slightly Mm. quotation you know allegedly um he like he was only turning to brandon kind of being like have i have i been any other way towards you (laughs) and he was only saying he was only directing that question at brandon so it's it's kind of like you know what i mean and brandon was the only person who on that panel said i'm uh, like i'm gay like openly yeah Um, yeah and I just feel like, no, I feel like they all kept their composure really well. I thought they were yeah. all really good because um, some of these arguments, they were heated and you could see, but you could see that it was upsetting people mm. and it was upsetting some of the yeah, things that were saying. Was. And as well, it's just, it's just as well. I feel like what Backchat is just not very good at. I just feel like they don't, they they don't listen to mm, each other. And it's like, there's no, there's no kind of, 
kind of pause to listen, mm. taking what someone said and actually be like, okay, I haven't thought of it this way. However, mm. this is what I think. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then there's no, and then there's also no kind of like want to learn. Definitely. You know? People because want to talk and talk. Exactly. <laughs> and it's just like, people love to be wrong and strong on there. And mm-hmm. it's like, have you ever, this is, no what because the only thing that I can do for people to try and get and this is this only really works with black people as such to try Mm. and get people to kind of understand when it comes to um like when it comes to kind of like this topic of Mm. of being gay and stuff like that the only way I can get try and I try and get people to understand is like okay imagine we're having this same conversation but now the topic is my existence no the topic is like and I'll say it kind of to them like your Mm. existence as a black person and it's a white woman having this argument with you Mm. do you know what I mean like can you like inverse this let's just change the topic to you be to this being about you being black your existence being black and like and I always bring that back up because it's just like no what you can't be denying someone of their existence when you have no experience of it when you don't understand it you know and if you don't understand it then go and learn go and do some learning go teach and don't be going to people asking them to teach you because people don't have to teach you and Mm -hmm. I just no I'm just like to be honest I'm tired of this kind of conversation as well (laughs) because I feel like I have it with family a lot Mm -hmm. like well I have it with family more than I want to and I just Mm. I always just think like I'm sorry our family is like I'm in a very big family like extended family wise and I'm like statistically some of us would be like statistically if we're talking Mm -hmm. statistics and the numbers at least one of us would be homosexual yeah isn't it one in four guys like statistically I don't one know. In five, probably. Something. I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised by that. But I'm like yeah. statistically, one of us would be like in in like in our whole yeah. family, you know. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. And as well, I find I find it just very interesting that people want to have this argument with me. And it's like I'm a person who I've never really spoken about kind of any kind of relationships. Mm. I've never brought anyone home to meet my family like to meet Mm. my family to meet my extended family like you guys don't know my sexual orientation because none of you have actually Mm. bothered to ask me so it's like yeah yeah i'm sorry like you guys aren't making me feel comfortable if i ever Mm. want to like bring home a girlfriend or if i ever feel like i want to get married to a woman no you guys Mm -hmm. aren't making me comfortable that you guys would actually want to come to my wedding or you guys won't have some kind of problem of me being around you after this or won't have a problem with me being around your children after this you know what i mean and it's just like you like you guys aren't making me feel comfortable in that sense and me not feeling comfortable around my own family that's not that's not nice do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and um I don't know. I just think it's just like, how can you go and argue with people when you don't even know kind of what their deal is? Yeah, you know? I agree with that. I think it's very like, um, it's just very ignorant to argue 
about whether something's homophobic or not with gay people because that's like me arguing with trans people about trans rights about mm-hmm. immigrants rights with immigrants do you know what I mean like I haven't experienced yeah. that kind of stuff so why exactly. would I be talking over people and shouting about I don't believe in you and it's like yeah. how can this guy say I don't believe in in homosexuality when there are homosexual people living and breathing and experiencing exactly. life the same way as you just like, like their sexual orientation is different to yours I don't understand yeah. how you can't believe in it and it makes no yeah. sense I just feel like as well I feel like it's very um not disingenuous I feel like it's very what's the word what's the word it's very um rude (laughs) it's rude yeah it's very rude and it's very inconsiderate that's the word it's very inconsiderate to be shouting about how you don't believe in something like you don't believe in people's existence to the people yeah you're talking about it and um why don't you and why don't people understand how rude it is because i'm sorry that's like i'm sorry if i was a white person and i walked in this Mm. room and i said i don't believe in black people in black rights i don't believe in black people having rights yeah but i like like, you i like you as an individual i've never been mean to you but the thing is it's not about i like you because he didn't even say that he said no, have he I didn't. had any? Have have I have have I been acted any differently towards you? That's what he said. Yeah. Have I yeah. have I treated you any different? I'm sorry. You sound like how these racists talk to black people. <laughs> it's true. And it's just like, can you just understand everything that you've just said and invert it? Put a white man or a white woman mm. in your shoes and make the topic being black. Yeah. And how how would you argue this? Yeah, you can't be yeah. shouting. I don't believe in homosexuality because of and so because of you know my religion my race I was brought up in an African household all this bullshit and this is the thing as well what I loved what um the guy the fox guy the guy with the fox said he said some people need to let go of white Jesus and I 100% (laughs) agree I'm sorry you guys are still you lot are still holding on to something that colonizers have forced you to believe in colonizers mm. it was colonizers who pushed this agenda of of no homosexuality because i'm Nuclear sorry family. it was this great britain that only mm. recently and sorry when you guys say how you don't want to be seeing about the rainbows you don't want to be seeing about gay rights blah 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 i'm sorry oh it was only in the 60s i'm sure only in the 60s that they made that they made homosexual relationships no longer illegal. So I'm sorry, that was Mm. very recent history. That is very recent. So people standing up for their rights, they have a right to do it. People finally just being out and being open, openly being themselves, they have a fucking right to do it. And when you guys want to argue and argue about how I don't want to see it, it's against my religion. Know what? Shut up. Because Mm. if this was slavery this was fucking racism oh yeah. we'd be allowed to shout about it because we know that's wrong mm-hmm. so why yeah. why isn't it wrong why isn't it wrong for you to openly be like why is it okay for you to openly be disgusted by people and how they live their lives just because yeah. your religion your religion apparently i'm saying apparently told you so because i actually don't like i'm tired i'm tired of believing in a bible that someone Mm -hmm. forced on us i I can't be believing in everything this bible is saying when there used to be a translation that kept us in slavery so i can't like you know i'm sorry like 
go on you guys carry on quoting from this bible you think mm. is correct however go find the bible that said we should be slaves yeah. go, go find that bible as well go on because I'm sorry, stop, stop quoting. Like, stop quoting. Like, yeah. this Bible has been translated how many times? They, mm-hmm. they, they will translate it how they want to translate it as well. So, yeah. and this is, just, this is just what I say. Like, when you guys want to start shouting, oh, my Bible says this. Like, so, do you listen to everything in your Bible? I bet you don't because yeah. I'm sure you're having sex before marriage. Mm. it's true it's true I think it's also Mm. really very insulting to say that like because of my culture I just don't agree with um, homosexuality because like what you said you're you're just you're holding you're upholding white supremacist values because really like your your culture African culture since when has it been about like being so hateful towards certain groups of people? It's exactly. only since, since colonization. Before that, mm-hmm. people were fluid. People just minded their business. Do you know exactly. what I mean? People weren't trying to match up to this nuclear family. The mm-hmm. wife, um, the wife is submissive. The the husband is the breadwinner. Like things were different before mm-hmm. colonization, and it's like people don't really care to even learn why you're. But they don't like, want to learn been why. Told that yeah, they don't. Because and they want to be children, wrong and guy. strong. Yeah. Of course he does. They want to be wrong and strong. They don't want to know why. Mm. They like it as it is. They like they like having, they like just kind of blaming their deep-rooted homophobia on their religion rather on the colonisation and slavery that took place for why, why um, black mm-hmm. people, why homophobia is rooted in in black culture. Like it's yeah. actually from slavery. It's from these slave masters raping men so they could put them down, bring them down a peg. They raped the mm-hmm. strongest men so they could make a fool out of them. That's where this deep-rooted homophobia is coming from in the black community. That's where that's mm-hmm. where it stems from. So like just you shouting yeah. my bible, my bible, Jesus <laughs> this. I'm sorry, Jesus loved everyone. Jesus mm. went around healing everyone. Jesus, Jesus, who is followers, he had fishermen and prostitutes as followers. Jesus Didn't loved Jesus everyone. Jesus kissed a man. Hmm? Yeah. Exactly. Jesus kissed everyone. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus kissed everyone. He kissed people's feet. He kissed people on the cheek to greet them because Jesus loved everyone. So don't mm-hmm. be telling me about Jesus, this Jesus, that Jesus was not judging people and we're meant to be living like Jesus. So stop judging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I've got to say. <laughs> we're meant yeah. to be living like Jesus. So, so stop judging. Jesus wasn't judging. Mm-hmm. Jesus wasn't so true and like and these guys if, can keep saying black lives matter black lives matter but if you're going to exclude queer black people from that conversation mm, then you're chatting then, shit like just, exactly. just keep out you don't of it care. if you're not going to be for all black lives mm-hmm. and if you want to be so disgusted no I'm sorry that you're so ignorant that you don't want to even try like and no I might offend some people but I don't care just like I'm sorry that you're mm. that you're ignorant that you don't want to try and think actually like maybe God made everyone in his own image and that's why there's people who are gay because mm-hmm. <laughs> God true. loves everyone God loves all of his sorry quotation fingers his children <laughs> does that make God gay? maybe but um, <laughs> like but either way I don't believe um, before people come for me I don't believe as God as having a gender I just Same like god is just god is a presence 
rather than is, a person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think. And okay, one thing that. Um, oh, the Fox guy said something which I wanted to say. Oh, the, the Fox guy said as well. This is why I this is why I like the Fox guy, even though yeah. I don't remember what his name was but um because he he said i'm sorry god made everyone and god made people and god made people gay yeah yeah <laughs> and that's the end of it so like uh-huh. i'm sorry for you guys to be so disgusted and be so confused god made people gay yeah. Like they like yeah. just if if everyone has been made in God's image and if everyone is made by your gods that you keep shouting about and your religion, mm-hmm. God made everyone the way He wanted to. God makes no mistakes. You guys know. Mm-hmm. You guys are always shouting that God makes no mistakes. So what? Who are yeah. you to be here on earth? Who are you? Are you better than gods? No, mm. <laughs> no, you're not. So yeah, who are you true. to be judging people on this earth? Who are mm-hmm. you to be judging people in this earth? God didn't yeah. send you down here to be judging people. God didn't. God didn't put you on this earth to be judging people <laughs> for how they live their lives. God mm-hmm. really didn't. So think yeah. about that. <laughs> I think my my last point about all of this is um like I've watched I've I've been really getting into this cast. Like I've been en- I've ended up watching some of their own YouTube videos because I like some of the people and I was was watching a video and it was two of the guys and it was um they were doing some question things so which out of the back back chat member cast um does this does that like they would they just had to pick people and um they were talking about which something about who could pull the the easiest or something on a night out and they Mm -hmm. voted for Brandon and they were like oh because Brandon always talks about um how like he he's a catch and stuff like that and I (laughs) thought (laughs) and I just thought this is like this is something that straight men should get more comfortable with like talking Mm -hmm. with gay guys about like I I don't feel uncomfortable if I was with like a group of lesbians and they started talking about sex in front of me like so the other way around to be uncomfortable about exactly but the other way around men like that guy he said Mm -hmm. that he wouldn't want to listen to guys talking about having sex with other guys he'd walk away and i just think it's not unless you're such a prude that you do that with anyone then like that's showing you something yeah exactly this is showing your this is showing your (laughs) your your homophobic and tendencies and okay one thing that i did want to just as well just keeping on yeah. to this at the moment i just wanted to pull up how so one thing that he said which was very upsetting and mm. this was upsetting for everyone on this panel everyone even the girls mm-hmm. and whatever so this guy he said how obviously he he said how he doesn't believe in in the home of, in like he doesn't believe it but he accepts yeah. his child mm. and so everyone was arguing yeah but how do you you don't accept your child if you're saying Mm. you don't believe in it because at the end of the day that is your child that's your whole child and that is part of your child you know and Mm -hmm. you're saying you don't you don't believe in that one part of him so you don't accept your child as a whole you don't Mm. um and he went on they and then a scenario was brought up so if your son was going to be getting married to a man would you go to the wedding? And he said, no. He said, no, he would not be going to the wedding because he doesn't believe in homophobic tendencies. 
in like he doesn't believe what sorry yeah. he, doesn't <laughs> he doesn't believe in homosexual it, relationships yeah and um and he could not understand and i feel like this is again another thing this is also misogyny kind of mm. deep rooted in it as well this whole idea that like marriage for men isn't as a big isn't a biggest deal as marriage is mm. for women i feel like that plays into this as well because he's mm. not seeing this as a big deal that he doesn't want to go to his own son's yeah, wedding and i true. feel like that's not just because and i feel like the fact that you can say that i feel like that's not just because of it's it being um his son is getting married to a man i feel mm. like it's also because he doesn't think it's a big deal men getting married men getting married mm. it's whatever you choose to get married it's whatever if you feel like getting married you get married kind yeah, of thing yeah. you know it's not seen as how for a woman it's this big it's this big event it's a life event it's something that's changing your life for a woman mm. a woman ha- is also thought of if that woman wants to of she's going to be changing her name after this she's given herself mm. to this man all of this all of Ooh. that is kind of ingrained <laughs> in women getting married yeah. literally gross but all of that is ingrained in women getting married this whole idea of giving her away to someone else whereas mm. for a man it's nothing because yeah oh it's yeah. a man cool you're getting married good for you we'll have a few parties yeah. Oh, the wedding's going to be another party. And it's like this guy is actually thinking of his son's wedding, his son's wedding. His son has decided he wants to mm-hmm. get married and be one one with one other person. And mm-hmm. he's not seeing it as a big life event. Like he just thinks it's it's cool to miss my son's wedding because oh, I yeah. because I don't like homosexual relationships. It's okay if I miss the wedding. That's his, mm-hmm. that's your child's wedding. Mm-hmm. Their wedding day. A wedding day which in most cases you are hoping you're only going to be getting married once you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like and i feel like again this is a whole thing of people just see weddings as a party and not as a marriage like people Mm -hmm. aren't understanding the gravity of getting married of what that actually means like and Mm -hmm. as well with that guy that guy isn't married that guy has children and i'm sure he said that he's got more than one baby mama so like this is the thing and this is how um like a lot of people in modern day society they're not they don't take these things seriously you know Mm. you can get girl you can have children whatever you bring up your child kind of thing but it's like have you even thought of how this child is going to grow up who's raising this child and do you Mm. want to raise this child like in a marriage or okay you're co-parenting okay fine that's that's fine like that's okay too but then it's kind of like it's like we've got this weird throwaway society where like (laughs) see it's it's funny because like while I like the idea of co-parenting, I like the idea of families that are like non-nuclear families and stuff. Like, yeah, I still kind of look at marriage as marriage is a big thing and marriage is something that people have to go in together and, Mm -hmm. and people have to have that, this, the, have to have that understanding of what a marriage is it's not just that mm. wedding day it's not just a, a party you have one yeah, day and you yeah. go on to it and you go and have a cute honeymoon and then you get divorced three years later like mm. <laughs> marriage <laughs> like for me marriage is forever if i'm if i've chosen yeah. to get married to you me too like you better be ready to be dying with me <laughs> be ready that's be ready. It. like I'm, I'm sorry that that's it that's how marriage works and it's just funny because like 
like I don't know if like my even like my own kind of want to get married I don't know if that's because of society like Mm -hmm. of what society has taught me to be like or if it's because actually I like the idea of just doing life with one person do you know what Mm. I mean yeah Um, yeah, definitely but yeah and I just nah that that guy and I feel like so well obviously and you can see that a lot of the panel were really upset from him saying Mm -hmm. that because at the end of the day like you don't know what these what these guys on this panel have been through you don't know Mm -hmm. their stories you don't know how like maybe it was really hard them especially with the the, with the black members on this panel Mm. maybe it was hard for them to come out to their parents because there's all because of how like homophobia is rife in the black community Mm -hmm. like you don't know the story and then the fact that you being similar age kind of age group mm. as the people on this panel and you are out there openly saying yeah I wouldn't go to my son's wedding if he was getting married to a man like how upsetting that that was it's, upsetting I was upset from hearing it yeah yeah same it's like you mm. and it's the fact that you he as well he wasn't listening to why people were upset no, and no. he wasn't even trying to think oh hold on what what is actually the meaning of what I've said you know they're yeah, telling yeah. me that I don't accept my child fully but all he's all he's doing is shouting I accept him I accept him mm. I just don't believe in that but it's like you don't accept him fully like if someone decided <laughs> I'm sorry like, this is going to be a really bad example because there's black men <laughs> okay I'm, let me give you my example <laughs> okay go what on if this um this guy yeah being a black man mm. and he was going out with a white woman and she decided that she don't see color and she don't see blackness <laughs> She don't see him as a black man. Like this is a bad example because there's black men who are fully accepted and they'll be fine. Yeah, that, a lot, a lot of them, like, a lot, a lot of, them. of them. They don't care. They don't care that white women don't see color. They don't care that white women do, will deny racism next to them. That they see the BBC or whatever it is. Literally, yeah, exactly. And um, <laughs> anyway, but imagine this example of okay, you're going out with someone and they don't. <laughs> You know, they just don't believe in colour. They don't see colour, yeah. We're Alexander mm. Burke here. They don't see colour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they don't see colour. They don't believe in colour. They don't believe in racism. <laughs> what, what are you doing? They've just denied all your experiences as a black person mm. growing up in in Brit- in Great Britain. They've denied all mm. of your experiences. They said, well, I don't see colour, so I don't believe that. Oh, that time they left a banana on your desk. Oh, no, it was just a coincidence. Mm. That time, oh, they even inscribed your name in that banana. Oh, it was just a coincidence. It was nothing. That's not racist. <laughs> they were just being nice, giving you a banana. They just wanted to make sure that you knew that it was yours. <laughs> Imagine that no. gaslighting. Yeah, it's it's too much. That person doesn't accept you fully. Doesn't accept you as everything Mm -hmm. that you that you that you give. Doesn't accept you as a whole person. You know, it's not nice. I'm lucky. I've never had that really. My like, my mum's white. My dad's black. My Mm mum knows I'm black. (laughs) (laughs) She knows my dad and my granny does. Like my uncles, uh, my mum's brothers never really spoke about it to them. But I think they're. Well, my, my scenario is you know very I mean? is my scenario is very like ignorant, you know. But <laughs> but I don't I don't think that's very that far fetched because I think a lot of people probably or the the mothers went into it thinking that that's the right thing to do, and then when their child mm. is racially abused, they're like, oh, 
<laughs> wasn't ready for this. Oh, just, <laughs> Maybe just I need ignore to... them. Just, yeah. just ignore the bullies at school. You Sticks know, it's stones. okay. Sticks and stones, <laughs> but you know, you know, you'll be all right. You know, don't worry. When really, they My should be marching the up. They, they should be marching at that schoolman. My <laughs> mum was. She was in reception. <laughs> Someone just called my daughter this. And that. My <laughs> mum was mad. <laughs> It's the only way they listen. They only and listen when you shout. She'd call and my brother's hair. Like, he'd come in looking like Jaden Smith. Like, mm-hmm. my mum's so funny. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, back to but this. Yeah. Back chat. Um, yeah, I think back I'm going to... I'm going to um, round off just on, like, look, you you can't say that you accept someone but tell them that you don't believe in their existence because Mm -hmm. in some sense you denying you saying I don't believe in homosexuality you know what the thing is just just don't have an opinion (laughs) it's none Mm. of your business yeah like just don't have an opinion don't be shouting I don't believe in it because of my 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 religion xyz you know what that's a bullshit excuse because yeah, like okay go go get the slavery bible and go back into slavery then <laughs> like <laughs> just bad sorry. vibes just don't go so ready no one wants you there <laughs> literally but it's just like you saying you don't accept you saying that you don't believe in something but you accept them as a person but you don't accept them as a person because that is mm-hmm. a vital part of them that is a vital part of them and like i'm sure that these that like in this scenario your son would love you would love to have you at his wedding would love to know that his father was proud of him (laughs) to be going through the life event of getting married not Mm -hmm. everyone gets married you know not everyone gets married and stays married as well and like that's something that people just people forget people forget to mention (laughs) this not everyone gets married and stays married Mm -hmm. and that that is key (laughs) this is what i mean (laughs) getting married is a major life event and it is just like you can't say you don't believe in part of your child but you're mm-hmm. trying to say you accept them. No, you don't. You don't accept me because you you don't you don't see me. Yeah, you don't, you don't see me as yeah. a whole. You're ignoring you're, that. You're keeping your yeah. eyes closed. Like, like, and and one of the girls she did say like, no, my parents will say they don't understand something. They won't say mm-hmm. they don't believe in it. Like, yeah. they, they said, yeah. she said, my parents don't understand a lot of the choices I make. As in, when she's talking about YouTube and her career mm-hmm. choices and stuff. But yeah, they'll like be her. the ones she. Yeah, yeah, she was like, like so this is the same girl who said about um, deceiving, but like, you yeah. know, I feel like that was just that, a bad choice of words. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Like, and then she went on to say like, oh, but my cousins, my, my parents are my number one fans because they love me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, you yeah. cannot understand something. That's okay. You don't have to understand it. It's not, it's mm. none of your business anyway to be understanding it. Like at the end of the day, in any relationship, homosexual, heterosexual, whatever, you, you don't really mm. want your parents involved. <laughs> so yeah, you it's don't. true. Like, it's true. I won't be giving no details to my parents about heterosexual relationships. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, like yeah. you don't want your parents involved anyway. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can you can not understand, but go out and do your learning. Go and do your Googles. Go and go and like read some history books as to why it's Mm -hmm. a big thing as to why pride is a big thing because at the end of the day 
this is actually very recent history and we shouldn't be angry at the fact that people want to shout and protest and the fact that the world is listening the world is like mm-hmm. and like we can argue the world listens because because obviously this affects white people too yeah that is yeah. that is the reason why the world is listening more um because it does affect because it affects white men too that is why mm-hmm. the, the world is listening more however it's very recent history still and mm-hmm. let's not let's not take that away from people you know yeah, let's not, not take that away and yeah and remember a lot of a lot of these um a lot of these things and changes are always started by black trans women so <laughs> there you go mm-hmm. the end like Facts. <laughs> literally um yeah gosh we've been talking a lot on that i know um, yeah We've been watching two. We've been watching documentaries. So, mm-hmm. um, coded bias. What did you think of this? Yeah, I thought this was a really good documentary. I think. Sorry, I sorry. So that good. I just. I asked you. I asked you a question <laughs> and started talking. What, what is my issue? What is my issue? You're so keen. <laughs> I'm so keen. I actually really enjoyed this documentary, and it just makes yeah. me think. You know how things can be done very well and right when. Yeah there is a woman of colour behind it. Like, I'm sorry. Stop. I, this is my favourite part about it as well. Literally. Like, I love, I love black nerds. I love black geeks. We need to see more of yes. them. Like, she was no, a I proper loved... geek, but I was living Literally. for it. Like, yeah, I really so basically, like the, the producer of this documentary was an Indian woman, Indian-American woman. I have her... Yeah. I had her name written down somewhere. Let me get her name. Let me put some respect on her name. Um... Okay, here. Her name is uh, Shalini um, Kanteya. So um, she's Mm -hmm. the one who produced um, Coded Bias. And I was just like, you know what? See when women are behind something, documents, things can be done right and things can be done properly. And I just feel like it was a very well-rounded documentary. Mm -hmm. It gave us where... So Code Bias is documentary kind of on AI um, and how artificial intelligence is starting to be kind of used um, at the moment. And it follows um, and it follows the research of um, a black a black girl who um, basically she was doing she was doing research on kind of artificial intelligence and facial recognition and whenever she would go on the facial recognition software her face would not be um, detected but then she would put on a white mask and all of a sudden it can pick up the face so she was doing this research and um, it talks about how how algorithms were first invented by white Mm -hmm male mathematicians so they literally the algorithms the data that everything that everything right now in our world is running on is all based from these few white men from whatever Mm -hmm. um university it was in america like harvard or yale or some stupid like that um yeah and uh, that's what all our algorithms are run on and they don't have enough data on black and brown people um Mm. is there anything that you want to add before i carry on ranting (laughs) um i think something that like an interesting quote that stuck out to me is um Mm -hmm. the future is already here but it's not evenly distributed um 
So, like, we, we always say, oh, like, what, what about... You know, we, we talk about these crazy scientific things that could be happening in the future, but it's yeah. happening now. We're just, like, we're just all too poor to be involved in, in like, using any of this stuff. Yeah. Or, you know, or but, even to be aware. We're, we're not aware of what is going on mm. right now. And that's what really shook me, because I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but yeah. a lot of the stuff, I was, I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm actually being watched in so many mm. different ways than I actually thought I was. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, we've been watching everything. And I love yeah, like, this, like the thing is, sorry, no, no, you carry on yeah, before I on. before I take over. Is there anything um, you wanted? Because well, I know well, I'm just going like, to stop talking. A, there's a few different things I want to talk about, but, but I'll mention them. But then we can go into what you want to say. Um, um, so like, like what? What I was going to touch on is how like yeah. there's so many things that kind of that are like kind of in process at the moment, but like. Yeah, a lot of us are too poor to even know or to have access to it Mm. however I just find it very interesting that these (laughs) all of these feet all of these things yeah they introduce them Mm. first in the poorest and impoverished areas and we need to understand so one of the things that they were following was how um, in America on one of the buildings on some of the buildings the housing complex they added facial recognition to be able to get into your apartment building mm. so and I what I found interesting about this is that so and like they were just like we don't want it we don't want that on mm-hmm. our building so they were petitioning and trying to get this taken off because like in America like in the UK we are lucky I know it's been as soon as GDPR came out it was very like mm. I know we always it's like oh gdpr oh this is this yeah, is annoying yeah but gdpr <laughs> actually protects us it protects yeah, us it from so much it protects us from it protects the government from just taking our information illegally mm-hmm. in america they do not have they do not have gdpr in place at all so they just put this <laughs> facial recognition on there and it's just kind of like hold on which I, what i found interesting no mm. what i was thinking of them putting facial facial recognition on this building in like an impoverished area so it's like why why do they all of a sudden have the money for facial recognition to let us into the building and I just Mm. think it's interesting that they put it in these areas and it's and what I believe I believe it's so they can start collecting data on black people we don't there's Mm -hmm. not enough data on black and brown people on these buildings the ai information is very um is very inaccurate when it comes to actually recognizing black faces the only way it can Mm. get accurate is if they have the data facial recognition they put it on the buildings they're getting all of these faces of different black people all the time they sell this data onto companies to these companies where they can start analyzing this data making their ai better making their ai a bit more accurate and now they now have black faces now they can start to be able to recognize black faces more and then what are they going to do with that information put more black people in jail um mm-hmm. that is just literally <laughs> what i believe this is for and um yeah i just i just found it really interesting just about how it's funny how the most expensive 
things that are in trial get trialed out in the poorest of areas why aren't these why isn't mm. facial recognition put on the rich buildings of the people who are yeah, rich and who can not. afford it maybe they would actually feel secure knowing that their faces let them into their buildings mm. but no they don't want they yeah. don't want the information on the rich people <laughs> they want the data mm. on the poor and they want the data on the black people because they're the ones who they want to be tracking around the place they're the ones who they want to have tabs on all around the place because they want them to be criminals um and yeah ai in america the way america is that already go they're already going to people into black people's houses and shoot them when they mm. are not involved in any of these crimes um sorry i want to say her name her name is um brenda what's her name not brenda but sandra the sandra band oh sandra yeah 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 it was her what that they, her? they they walked in her house and shot her in it Oh no, Brianna Taylor. Brianna Taylor, sorry. Yeah. Brianna Taylor. This is why we need to be saying her name more because look at me just forgetting mm. names. Um, but Sandra Bland was, an- was another person who was killed by the police either way, innit? Yeah, that was horrible. Um, but yeah, uh, and I just find it like, <laughs> like the police don't need any more things to be adding to for them to be killing more more black americans the the police don't need it um but yeah so it did it followed kind of their story and um Mm -hmm. of them like kind of petitioning for this not to not to be there um yeah is there anything that you wanted to add before i keep going (laughs) like just over here in the UK and across the world, actually, like, mm-hmm. they made it very clear that there's no safeguards in place to like, um, so like the public can't really hold authorities and organisations accountable for mm-hmm. taking their data and using this AI um, and the, yeah. what are they called? The the CCTV um, the biometric is- pictures and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Because... We don't we don't even know where to start because they're just using it without informing us about all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and exactly, and the police were using found, it in the UK. The yeah, Met police. That's it. Like it was outside like Leicester Square Station or something like that in London. Yeah. Um, and the police were basically they've got these trucks. I can't remember what color they are. I think they're like they were green like a or gray blue, or, or dark yeah, blue, blue like, green. Yeah, they they have these trucks. Um, to basically try and identify people's faces. So people walk past and the trucks have like a camera on them mm-hmm. and um, they, they pick up people's faces. Yeah. And um, it's using the apparently, AI. Yeah, basically. Sorry, do you? Sorry, sorry. You carry on. I was on. just going to say yeah. that the matches are 98% incorrect. <laughs> yeah. Because basically like, what? what? Yeah, what it was matching against, it's matching against biometric data already in a criminal database. So they're yeah, basically yeah. trying to match facially, using facial recognition to match people on the street to any kind of identified criminals in in the database basically that's yeah. what that's what it's meant to what it's meant to be doing but then like you just said 98% incorrect yeah. what the fuck <laughs> what, like honestly when i heard that i was like these people are wasting their time and like uh, people it, there was this incident this guy um he covered his face when he was walking past he's like mm-hmm. i don't i don't want to be picked up and the police find him they were like you look suspicious because you're covering your face so, and then they find him and yeah. the, the people went up to him like there's there's um a group called like big brother watch or something like that and mm-hmm. they're the uk group that are trying to um provide people with information it. around yeah. this kind of stuff and they were giving him leaflets and also another incident a, a black school kid mm-hmm. he'd literally come out of school in his a child. uniform yeah a child the he police like got child. out 
and they stopped and searched him. Like they, the way they, they ran after him for twenty minutes. Yeah, literally the way they ran after Poor this boy, boy because they got an apparent match, a school child. The way they ran yeah. after him, like it was scary, and all of his friends were around, being like, "What are you doing? Stop it!" Blah blah blah. And then yeah. the people who were like conducting this Big Brother watch, they even came and stepped in and said, "Look, they have actually incorrectly, um, mm-hmm. they have incorrectly matched you to someone in a criminal database. They've done this, yeah. and it, this is incorrect. They shouldn't be doing this." And like they came and spoke up for the, and like the boy was like he was like 14 <laughs> he was yeah, 14 he was. years old he was a child <laughs> and the police the way they ran they ran yeah. to they try and to stop as well. and, yeah just like these like imagine these these white men in like grubby clothes running after you <laughs> on the street and then <laughs> you're just like what sprint. the fuck is going on like this is this is literally what they look like in central this, london they literally look like football hooligans <laughs> running after you yeah, on the street it's like what have i done yeah <laughs> and then and they're stopping search- and then they're, all of a sudden they're stopping searching you that is terrifying and they should not be yeah. allowed to, they should not be allowed to do that to minors they should not be allowed to do they that at all not. they shouldn't be putting their hands on no children without no adults school present school uniform without their yeah, parents present no excuse no nah. excuse no nah. excuse just, that, was, that was that was disgusting disgusting, disgusting and, to um, watch it, it seems like like something else that was interesting is that they can't go around the police can't go around and collect people's fingerprints without people's consent but they can start using people's faces Mm -hmm. taking pictures from these fucking vans and putting it in their database Mm -hmm. to collect data about people that way so like no wonder people walking past covering their face because they don't want to take the pictures i actually don't think it's allowed you know I Is think the police. I don't think so, especially with GDPR. I don't think it's allowed. I feel like I think this is illegal. The police, so the police shouldn't even be doing it. They can't be taking biometric data without people's consent. That like they can't no. be doing it, and um, because it is it is a form of data, and that's what the Big Brother yeah. Watch are trying to stop doing, stop them from mm-hmm. doing, and to actually put some laws yeah. in place. Because is at the end of the day, biometric data is something that that. That is that is a type of data that can be used against you. It should not be allowed because, yeah, like, what? Sure, how? Yeah. What are you doing with my data? With my personal data? You having my mm. now all of a sudden my face is in a database of of the police, and now you're watching mm. me. And um, yeah, I just thought it was really interesting to mm. watch watching that, and like obviously these people they're really like campaigning against it, and then mm-hmm. when they showed China. Um, no Hong Kong sorry and China uh, China and Hong Kong literally they have all of this is in place like your face (laughs) is used for everything so like you'll get Mm. um, it reminds me of so there's a Black Mirror episode I don't know if you've watched it where um, she's basically she has to go around they're in the world where like you have to get kind of reviews and likes from people. Yeah. And to elevate your social status, basically. So to be allowed to be in certain house, certain types of housing, you have to have a four star rating and stuff like this. And to be able to get certain cars and to be able to, Mm. you know, certain credit scores and stuff like that. And China and Hong Kong actually have something similar to this in place set mm. um linked to your biometric data where your credit score 
is kind of like seen as a rating. You have to have a good credit score and like certain shops can see your credit score mm. that you have to use your facial recognition to be able to buy things <laughs> in certain shops and you have to have Scary. a good credit score and mm. it's like and then you heard then they had someone talking to saying how oh how like what they thought of it and they were like oh yeah i think it's good because it stops people from misbehaving it keeps people people have to behave and it stops criminals and stuff and it's like this is a world mm. where people are slowly slow this is like a 1984 world where people slowly don't have their own rights they're not allowed to do things yeah they literally have to have their credit score is the only way they can buy stuff in shops in in a shop to just buy they just would in retail just to buy clothes you have to have a good credit score to buy it i don't see i don't see that as a preventative thing as well i don't see how that can prevent crime because like you know crime it does present people commit crime for different reasons it does prevent it in the sense of because it's linked to your biometric data and once if you Mm. cut off anyone's ways of actually living (laughs) <laughs> in society mm. <laughs> that does prevent crime because you put all the criminals in jail people who can't buy anything what are you going to do and if you can't steal you know you'll be in jail mm. anyway and it's kind of like it stops people it puts people in this sense of okay every, you're being watched all the time you have to have a good oh, credit score so you always have to it. be well behaved my quotation fingers are out well behaved mm. um and it's scary because it's it's yeah. very much like it reminds me how um i don't know if you guys have read 1984 or whatever but um there's a part where mm. there's a part in it so 1984 is where the term big brother came from um this idea mm. of you being watched by someone all the time kind of thing mm. and um there's a there's a thing in big brother called like the thought police if you have bad thoughts like people Mm. can um you know can like snitch on you and turn you into the police for having (laughs) bad thoughts for even thinking of doing something against big brother or thinking of things Mm. to do that's not gonna be in line with society and i feel like china is actually very close to that because you you need to be well behaved to actually be able to Mm. even buy food to be let into Mm. your building like you know if your face your facial recognition is how deep they get let into most buildings and stuff like that Mm. and um yeah it's just crazy it's crazy kind of scary um, that's why in Hong Kong they had the riots and um, oh it showed it showed a video of like some of the riots and it was like a laser show like yeah. they had all these laser lights yeah. but that's apparently what um, sorry that's apparently what distorts you like the AI cameras can't can't see yeah. um, their faces when it um, when they distort <laughs> the cameras with the lasers which um, is really interesting. That- that the their surveillance they they actually try and catch protesters like and catch their yeah. faces and save yeah. their faces like and that's scary oh, it just like you can't like even protest world. you can't yeah. even protest and like i know that they're trying to stop people from they i don't know why why is it that throughout history and why are they still doing it now they still want to stop people from being having the right to protest and demonstrate because like, yeah. i was listening to um say your mind today um mm. kalechi's podcast and she was she said apparently um they 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 got they got athletes they did a questionnaire for athletes to fill out and uh, they've decided that they're gonna say it's not allowed to have these demonstrations you can't you can't take the knee on the podium and all of that i'm sorry how else are people meant to stand up for what they want to so i'm sorry like okay 
So the majority of people filling out these questionnaires, yeah, are most likely white because those are people who can afford mm. to freaking go to the Olympics. But when the black people are winning the medals, they're not allowed to take a knee during to, to stand up for police brutality. Oh yeah, we don't think sports is a place for political. What? Where is the place for and it? That, that's, I'm sorry, that's that white supremacy. Athletes, <laughs> exactly. Athletes who have <laughs> who deserve <laughs> to be on that podium can't mm. show what they stand for. They can't take the knee to say stop killing black people oh that's too <laughs> political we'll i'm stop sorry killing like, people then <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry same okay yeah black people would like to live um and not die at the hands of the police all political Mm-mm. black people dying that's the political statement yeah. <laughs> no we'd love equal rights please can How, we have equal rights i'm sorry but the thing is is that throughout history Black people have stood on those podiums at the Olympics and demonstrated back from when it was putting up a fist Mm -hmm. in the air, Mm -hmm. standing for black power. And still now we're still demonstrating at sports, at sporting places, because that is the biggest platform that they have. And we still have to demonstrate basically for the same fucking thing to have rights. And black people are now taking the knee oh, that's too political. No, no, no. It's always been political and you guys have always been trying to ban it. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. But no, we are not going to stop. <laughs> Athletes, <laughs> use your podiums. Use them to take to take a knee. Do what, do demonstrate, do whatever you want to do. Mm. Make up something new if you want to. Do it. Like, and what are they going to say? Come on. Like, it's not just us all the time. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, but they don't care. It's the white athletes who voted. Yeah, we don't want to see it. Mm. <laughs> this is what I mean. <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable. I hate oh. politics. Yeah, it makes me uncomfortable <laughs> that black people don't want to die. <laughs> oh, um, was there anything that you wanted to add about coded bias? Um, yeah, right. So I've got a few yeah. bullet points just around how um, this is AI be a long episode, is basically. Guys. <laughs> I know. <laughs> how ai is unjust and basically it just promotes inequality so um as you said the models are biased against women and dark-skinned people um hospital algorithms have been proven to prioritize white uh, white patients that aren't Mm. sick over black patients that are sick (laughs) of course (laughs) i have no fucking idea how that works um algorithms can determine who gets housing who gets fired Mm -hmm. like and hired which they showed that in amazon Amazon had yeah. an algorithm of that in the documentary, which was very interesting. And basically, mm-hmm. it literally so they started to see that only men were getting hired. And basically, this <laughs> algorithm was going through any anything that said female in the bin, anything oh that said God. different race in the bin. Literally, the algorithm because algorithms this is the thing algorithms are still learning today algorithms yeah. you feed it information and it learns these algorithms are still set on these white male mathematicians that amazon was using ai <laughs> to decide to hire people as soon as it scanned the uh, cv anyone that was a woman anyone that was of a different race and was not caucasian it's just the, the cvs went straight in the bin and they didn't even get to interview <laughs> because the ai is fucking racist and you it know is. why it's racist? Because the men who made it, only four of themselves were racist. <laughs> yeah. And were racist. <laughs> so like literally that was so funny. Carry on. I'm just sick of it. Um <laughs> what else? So um like in America, lots of people lots of people get people of colour get matched 
as criminals um, and even politicians. Did you see that bit where yeah. politicians were matched with criminals? <laughs> like their faces had similarities to criminals and like it was just oh, yeah. all the black and the um, Asian politicians in yeah. America. Um, and teachers are losing their jobs because of the algorithms and their like that reports. And was disgusting. That really made me sad. Why, why are they using that on teachers? That's awful. That man was so wholesome as well. Literally. It made me almost want to cry. I was like, why he's the cutest man in the world. Why can't head teachers decide <laughs> what teachers stay on? Why do they need an algorithm? Yeah. I don't understand why, why the algorithm is needed in schools. It doesn't make any it's sense. Definitely not. Because he was teacher like, I've got who had won. Teacher yeah. of, who had won employee of the, of the month and teacher of the month for years of the month, not oh. even of the year of the whole of the month. He kept winning the same awards because he's so exceptional at teaching. Like. Yeah, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he just got a bad report because of the fucking algorithm. From the algorithm, <laughs> it's so unfair. Um, oh gosh. But um, what else with the criminal justice system? Um, that in America they they had some sort of thing around um, the likelihood of people reoffending. Um, and yes. their algorithm basically showed that the black black people are more likely to reoffend. Yeah. So I, I wasn't even I don't based really, on I can't anything. Remember what that led to, but um, they said that they're higher risk because they were. Um, so they were talking to um, uh, they were talking to a, a woman who um, mm. was on probation. And she has to be yeah. on probation longer, and she was still, and like she was still on probation, and it's because of this algorithm. The algorithm is just saying that she's mm-hmm. likely to reoffend, and it just keeps back coming back. Oh, she's high risk, likely to reoffend because she's black. With no evidence, and that's and that's yeah. just what the algorithm is saying, and it's just because of her race. So she's been on probation for all this time for something that, like, for something that was very small, mm. and. Um, mm her white counterparts who have done bigger crimes aren't on probation for that long and basically the probation mm. officer can't even do anything because it has to go through this algorithm it's it's stupid <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous stupid. it's disgusting and she had to have meetings with her probation, her probation officer, officer once a week yeah and how like, fucking and, annoying must that be yeah and the probation officer is even like yeah like I know there's not there's not nothing there's nothing we can even do like I, I don't <laughs> even need to see bitch. you literally <laughs> literally you're not getting rid of me literally yeah yeah so the whole the the whole point of like this documentary just shows that people who've been marginalized will be further marginalized if if this all continues on the way that Mm -hmm. it does and um, And technology isn't helping us when the technology has been first has been fed information by racists which they showed from the microsoft robot Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys remember, um, I can't remember what year it is. I didn't write it down. But um, Microsoft had a robot where um, it would use AI mm. and basically people, and it would learn from Twitter and it would just talk. I remember this robot came out and like they shut it down. Yeah. So like this robot wasn't out for like I feel sure it was like two hours. Two hours and the robot was racist, anti-Semitic, <laughs> and homophobic and misogynistic. Like. <laughs> Yeah, within two hours because basically once. the robot just repeated tweets and that's that's what it was doing it was just repeating tweets so obviously Twitter being Twitter and the people on there prank mm. they just they just started tweeting about Nazis and stuff like that and racist yeah. and homophobic and anti-Semitic shit and the robot was the robot was repeating it <laughs> like I don't know sometimes you think that you know the people who are behind these things don't you yeah. sometimes like like I know that they're meant to be like really smart people, but don't you think they're just so stupid? Like, why would you put a robot yeah. to, to repeat tweets? And that's le- and it's learning from an algorithm, and you yeah, just like, made it a racist, anti-Semitic robot. 
Where's the logic? I don't understand. <laughs> it's um, no logic. It, it makes no sense. Oh but, um, yeah, apparently algorithmic justice is one of the largest civil rights concerns that we should have right now, which is mm-hmm. interesting because that means that it links to like everything. Like it links it to Black Lives Matter. It links to like feminist to, movement. Definitely. It links, it links to, to everything. everything. It links to everyone, everything. Because like, it's actually scary because like, the thing is, mm-hmm. is like, we don't even realise it will be like The Handmaid's Tale just all of a sudden happening and yeah. we won't we won't even yeah. realise that it's it's just going to sneak upon us all of a sudden women can't use their credit cards and it's just like oh. <laughs> you know like we just imagine. all of a sudden cut off through the algorithm like imagine like all and like obviously already all of our money is digital we don't we don't even mm-hmm. carry cash around with us anymore we even stop stopping to like we, we just tap our cards we even stopping to use our cards because our cards are all on our phones how quick mm. is it going to be for all the banks to cut off our cards and the women can't use their money and then we're all, all of a sudden we're made to be handmaids if we can bear children <laughs> honestly get me out of this fucking country just get me to get me to that island Tristan Look, Island in that, in that case scenario Diana, getting out of this country ain't gonna help you <laughs> If you just uh, get look, me to Tristan Island where there's no oh, one there, I'll just, I'll relax. I'll please, kick my that's, feet that's up. that's owned by Britain. <laughs> that's why it's on the green list. <laughs> like, oh, I have so to think this, of something else. This is like how, you know, in The Handmaid's Tale, they, they had to try and get to Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm like, um, yeah, but crazy guys. Like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, algorithms, you know, protect your data. Like, no, yeah. what? When I get my new job, I can't wait to get a VPN. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm getting a VPN and I am paying for Crunchyroll. That is what mm. I'm excited for. <laughs> but yeah, like, um, yeah, Coded Bias, guys, watch it. It was a very interesting documentary. And again, mm-hmm. when something is done by women and done of women of colour, you know, it gets done right. And we love to see it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was very good. Yeah. Um, guys, this is going to be a long episode. And you know what? We don't care because we have <laughs> other things that we want to talk about. And um, so the Rachel Dozel documentary, mm. The Rachel Divides. No, we could be quick on this, you know, because like I think we yeah. can all come to um, agreement that this woman She's is mad. a bit mad. Yeah. <laughs> <Done>. um, Next. <laughs> literally, it's, it's funny because this just reminds me. The only time when I heard of Rachel Dozel was from like Lady Leisha, like in Queen's Speech Four. <laughs> really? She was, yeah. She's like, oh I got a dark skin friend that look like Rachel Dozel. <laughs> I got a light skin friend that look like Rachel Dole's. <laughs> um, yeah, Rachel Dozel, the woman who um, <laughs> said mm. she's. No, what the thing is, yeah. Watching this documentary, <laughs> this woman actually has a good story to be a white woman. Like, if she just yeah stayed being white the whole time. And like, even if she wanted to be white and wear, and she still wanted to wear the 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 the, mm. the curly the curly wigs, the like the curly auntie wigs, and you know she still <sighs> wanted to get the the mini braids and all of that. Like, mm. <laughs> like fair enough, you know. It's just, and she'll just be that quirky white woman who she just loves black culture like that. But like her story for why she loves <laughs> black culture and her story for why she is so mad, like I feel like it's um it makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> because um, yeah. 
anyway, so quick rundown on this documentary. Rachel Dozel, um, she was a woman, she's a woman who she was like leader of like a lot of um, black um, protest. Who was it? NAAPC, something yeah. like um, which is like American organization. Yeah, so American um, organization of like that protest for black rights, blah, blah, blah. And she was like the leader of that. She, um, and she used to do a lot of stuff and speak out on all like black rights and stuff like that all the time. Which was, um, yeah, which I thought, yeah, okay, that's really good. Like, that's mm-hmm. really good of you. And, um, you know, and we could all agree to that. But <laughs> this whole time, she was pretending to be black. <laughs> like, she was telling people that she's African American and that she's black while just going along with that. Anyway, mm. so the what. This woman's upbringing, she's got her parents hated her as soon as she was born. Mm. And I think they I think they just hated her because she was a woman because she was a girl. Um, And I think they just decided that she was a spawn of Satan because she's a girl. (laughs) Um, So and uh, so her parents like just hated her, blah, blah, blah. Didn't get much love, whatever. Um, her parents then went on they wanted to adopt children because they have some kind of white saviour complex where they felt like let's take in children and adopt children and look after them and give them homes but Mm. um, yeah what was funny was that they just kept adopting black children Um, Mm. (laughs) so they were adopting black children because the black children were cheaper and you know were quicker to get a hold of than white children like white babies would be more expensive and take longer to get a hold of. So, <laughs> um, but the black kids were just there. So they were adopting these black kids. Um, anyway, Rachel, okay, these kids, these these parents, they, they beat up these black children um, with glue mm. sticks and stuff like that. Like where yeah, we, awful. like you saw Rachel's brothers and sisters, they were on they were on the documentary and, and they even showed the mm. scars that they got from different beatings that yeah. they got like welts um, which is just which is just disgusting and this is why I say I feel like her parents had this white saviour complex because I think that they just thought let's save the black kids and then they hated black people so they wanted to beat the black kids as well yeah it was a performative thing definitely um, Anyway, so Rachel took it upon herself to learn about black culture, learn about black history, so she could mm-hmm. teach it to her young, her new um, brothers and sisters. She wanted to make sure that they knew that they understood what it meant to be black and whatever. Clearly, and clearly, she fell in love with it. Which, and obviously, she loves her brothers and sisters. And like, I'm mm-hmm. not even disputing that. I can, you can see that she loves her adopted mm-hmm. brothers and sisters, and um, and they even said that she was like a motherly figure towards them mm-hmm. um and she even adopted one of them so um and took full custody so so this is the thing like this being her story for why she's all about black rights and all of this like she could have just done this under just being a white woman anyway but mm-hmm. um she says that she feels like she's a black she's a black woman and um Oh, I just, I don't, I just don't know. I'm just like, I feel like it really, I could get into this whole transracial thing. Um, I don't want to get too deep into it because we've been talking for a long time. Um, Mm. 
but I just feel like this whole idea of trans race, it, I feel like it really diminishes a lot of other important issues. I feel like this whole argument of trans race, like it can mm. easily, like when watching the documentary, there's parts where they try and bring in the, the argument of transgender and then yeah. then they'll use oh but can you be trans race then and when a transgender I'll person say. will be like no then they'll be like well you can't say this and you can't do that and then that's just a way to diminish people's real lived experiences and that's what I don't like about it is that it really it's is nice. taken away from real from from real people's experiences um, yeah because yeah. trans people have said that they they like they've talked about why this is wrong like why it's not the same thing. yeah and also the the word transracial it doesn't actually mean like when a white person thinks that they're another race or whatever it actually means when um like for instance with our siblings mm-hmm. white parents adopt black children the child can now class themselves as tran- transracial oh. transracial because they live in like a family like that so she's like, even a using different it dynamic. wrong yeah, she's using the wrong word. Like they've they've just u- they're uh, using the word, word with her. Well, no, no, like Rachel and like she the news it. people. Yeah, the news yeah, people are using it, it in wrong. The documentary. Yeah. yeah, she used it towards the end, definitely. Yeah, but, like the news yeah. people were using it wrong because they've labelled her as transracial. Yeah, really. exactly. Um, yeah. And I just that's so that's so diminishing of so many people's yeah. experiences and that's what I just think is bad about it and like just what from what you described of uh, being transracial mm. that makes sense okay if you're yeah. brought up yeah brought up in a family where you don't get to experience your your cultural identity of your of mm. where like your birth parents are from then okay that, mm. that makes sense transracial you only yeah. have the white experience you know like this is what mm-hmm. <laughs> what is it Angelina Jolie and Madonna's children are all yeah. living <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean <laughs> yeah um, but yeah I just anyway yeah so like we just wanted to quickly t- just quickly touch on transracial why we don't think it's mm. correct um, and why we don't agree but as well so literally watching this documentary like this woman has so many talents like she's a fantastic artist (laughs) but then it's just like all the time we're hearing contradictions like at at the beginning of the documentary as well she's got a 13 year old son her sons are black um but her eldest son i think is her adopted brother though you know yeah yeah i think so i think yeah. so so her eldest son is her adoptive brother because she was more of a mother figure and she got full custody mm. of him but like he like so she had a so her youngest son he was in there and he was really trying to back her up and he's mm. getting bullied at school and whatever because she's in the limelight for this shit and um that boy literally and he was trying to back <laughs> her up and he was just like and then it was going through the documentary and she's getting more tv appearances and he and he's like are you sure it's going to be okay are you sure it's not going to be like last time and she's like yeah this time it's for my book so this time it should be more in a positive light and he's like are you sure and she's like yeah it should be blah 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 then she does the interview and then she's like oh they asked me that fucking question oh and just why can't people just be kind to me because you know like it's just not and all this stuff and like yeah like she was playing the victim 
she'll go yeah, she'll she go was. she'll go and put herself in a situation and then be like oh why did they treat me like that <laughs> she was she was mad though because she was saying that black people coming for her are like an army like the language yeah. she was using was really nasty like she yeah. she said um she just said some really horrible things like oh they're excluding me well yeah you're fucking weird like yeah. you're, you're mad you, the thing like is, you're not okay like black people are some of the most kind of accepting people like they will Isn't accept it? you into their world which yeah. they did Rachel Dozel they did <laughs> but you did not need to when like the, the thing is the only reason why all of this came out anyway was because yeah. Rachel was doing was helping her sister her adopted sister with a court case against her her older brother her older biological brother who has been sexually abusing and sexually assaulting these kids mm. and apparent and also sexually assaulted rachel as well growing yeah. up and um and she was helping her sister with this court case against him and the only reason why this has come out about mm. her is because her older brother hired a private investigator to um kind of like uh diminish her credibility so and the Mm. easiest way they could do that was oh she's pretending that she's black so let's make out Mm. that she's crazy pretending that because she thinks she's black but she's actually white and that's why this Mm. has come to the media and i feel like that is just such a devastating reason to why why this whole Rachel Dozel bullshit is happening because yeah, she's yeah. all like at the end of the day I'm sorry she's actually milking it now with all the, with this yeah, book deal this with this Netflix documentary too she's milking every little bit of limelight all the time uh, on this mm. matter when this has come out because your credibility has been has been um diminished for your sister to actually get your brother in jail for sex for mm. all, for the sexual abuse and the trauma that yeah, he has caused yeah. and it's like i just don't think that just wasn't helpful for anyone and it's just not and it's just not yeah. nice that like obviously her his, her brothers and sisters they love her and like that's why they like they've allowed it and they've enabled mm. her to carry on like this because they love her she's the one who taught them about their culture and she's very active Mm -hmm. with speaking up about black rights and very active with getting them into the black community and like Mm -hmm. i'm sure that they can only love her and thank thank her for that but for for but for how far it's gone like yeah exactly i understand there's only so much literally and i can understand that she's um a bit she's i feel like she just she is a little bit mad um i do believe that no i was gonna say i do believe that she believes that she's a black woman but no because she's admitted that she's white (laughs) she's admitted that she's white both of my parents are white yeah she's trying Mm -hmm. to say that she feels like she's african-american and it's just like you need to just your choice of words need to be different and it was funny because towards the end towards the end of the documentary her 13 year old son was just like look there's things that i've heard which i ain't gonna be repeating on here because it's gonna make the situation worse and i'm Mm. tired (laughs) and then he was like and i'm sorry there's things like i can't say that she's not a liar because there's things that i've heard which you know what maybe she could be (laughs) like and then and then he went on to say he was like the thing is this would just be easier if she just said i'm white (laughs) 
her son at the end of it was sick of her and literally he was her biggest yeah. advocate at the beginning her oh, other son was him. like I need to leave the country yeah he fucked off he fucked off to Spain when it or something Legit. Portugal he, he fucked off to a different country and like <laughs> He was like, he didn't even look like he wanted to say bye. Literally. Yeah. Like, Literally. Get me on a plane. He didn't even say bye to his mother properly. He kind of waved. Yeah. And like, and oh gosh. She was trying to help him pack and he was like, oh, can you just get out of my room? Literally, just, <laughs> just get out, please. Like, I love but, you, but you're making me sick. But, <laughs> you know, I just feel bad for that, that uh, 13 year old because he just looks so deflated. Like he has the personality yeah. of a 30 year old man. Like he, he, he was just his voice. Oh my gosh. His <laughs> voice the whole way day through was school. annoying. In it, like the, 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 every day after school, he'd like run to his mum's car because mm. the kids would fucking pick on him at school. I just feel literally like the, the way the mother put him in that situation just really saddens me. And like the way that she, um, like she could be doing all of this activist work to help the black community, but you're not really helping mm-hmm. your son, who is a black boy in yeah. your life. He, you're using him as a pawn, like Legit. adding pictures to Facebook. Like someone Have just put a banana on, the floor on my car. Protest. Someone put a gun. Yeah, like all. <laughs> literally so many things all these hate letters etc it's like how can one person have so much bad luck like around Mm -hmm. being racially targeted all the time it's like in a town where the the other dark-skinned black people were saying that they didn't really receive all of this hate mail so why is she receiving so much of it as a light-skinned black woman it made no sense so she's using the fact that she's got a black child as a pawn for her to like you know make some moves and And progress all she wanted to talk about was black trauma all the time and be a victim yeah everything was about being a victim and um, they and it they was a did, caricature like yeah. of a black woman. It wasn't actually like this is what black women like. That I'm just being myself as a black woman. It's like let yeah. me play the stereotypes, and it was just it was also exactly. cringy. It was, <laughs> and I just feel like this story could have actually been so nice. Rachel Dozel, a yeah. white woman who saved her black siblings from her racist. Mm-hmm parents you know that would have been a lovely yeah. story and like so she's now an activist blah 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 but nah mm-hmm. i just the girl nah she's just a bit mad like i was starting to feel for her in the middle of the documentary yeah, but then they decided to end the documentary on a big chop and i was like no <laughs> no how can we and go? a name change and oh. lip fillers <laughs> lip fillers <laughs> Nah, it was just, it was weird. Nah, I'm sorry. You know, like how in, in the film, what's that film called? There's a film with, um, what's her name? Regina Hall. Regina King. Regina Hall. And um, yeah. she shaves her head in it at the beginning of the film because she, she goes through a breakup with um, the guy from mm. Hollyoaks. <laughs> I don't know. I is don't it, know, but I know. I no, know, but I think I don't it's called know. Napoli Ever After. You know, I think that's what the film's called. Yeah, is it on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. I feel it's like it's on I've Netflix. Seen it. I think it is. Yeah, that is it. Napoli Ever After. Literally, you know what? Mm. Her hair was even like this. I'm sorry, I've got the film up. Her hair was even similar to what Regina Hall has. It it was in the same color. So she had like blonde mini mini braids, like really really skinny mini braids in like that was like yeah. straw basically that's what Rachel yeah. Dozel had in her hair <laughs> basically mm. she goes <laughs> you see her walking she's just looking she's walking with her new baby looking dejected then you see her go to the sink she gets the shaver no she cuts all her hair off first 
then then she dies it oh, and i'm just never. like what and oh, like the way they showed it i was like <laughs> why like how are we ending on the big chop how have we I come know. here and it's just like nah nah like she's mocking it how can you do that oh yeah it when a black woman goes through a significant anyway. oh gosh yeah. and then she, and then she goes puts on some ugly wig like the on like the the yeah i don't know what like why why is it when black people want to be white well no when white people want to be black they get they go to the to the hair <laughs> shop and buy the yeah. most ghetto wig <laughs> the most ghetto synthetic wig that they can find the one that's been on display for over literally, three years legit <laughs> legit five plus years literally <laughs> the most ghetto wig she puts that wig on sews it in whatever then she yeah. then she go then she's going to the dmv she's getting her fucking name change no to a nigerian just... name <laughs> by then i was just like no i'm sick of her i was sick from the from from like i yeah. didn't need the name change the big chop was enough for me <laughs> it was the big chop yeah. floored me then she went and got her name changed and then right at the end of the documentary because um rachel dozel is a very talented artist she's very good mm-hmm. um right at the end of the documentary it, it um it says that she plagiarized one of her artworks that she was doing yeah. in the film <laughs> I was just like, oh. no, <laughs> what? No, it's too much. It was too much. Like that's enough on her. But like, you know yeah. what? We wanted to talk a bit of cultural pro- appropriation um, mm-hmm. because what Rachel Dozel yeah. do, is doing is cultural appropriation, and mm. it's just like I've got the definition. Go on, go on. Yeah, um, the unacknowledged or inappropriate adoption of the customs practices ideas of one people or society by members of another and typically more dominant people in society mm-hmm. so the victims and oppressed um oh no don't worry that's what it was okay okay um, yeah. i just like rachel dozel obviously biggest cultural appropriator like she's mm. taking black things she's taking the stereotype of blackness living it as her life mm-hmm. and saying this is this is who her life is and i just mm-hmm. think like well we see cultural appropriation quite like a lot yeah, um we do. like when Especially it comes black culture yeah and it's just like when we keep seeing like with black fishing and stuff like that mm-hmm. and it's like just because people are opting for an orange glow it doesn't mean that they're not <laughs> that they're not like why why is it that still like these white girls are still trying to be like a complexion that they're not why they're still buying foundation yeah. shades that are four shades darker than they actually or 10 shades darker than they mm-hmm. actually are and what is yeah. this obsession with being they want with this racial ambiguous look like um mm-hmm. it's never just that now anymore though it's never just a, like the fake tan it's the lip filler Mm-hmm. and it's the baby hairs and it's the long nails and yeah. it's the draw let's draw on my freckles and it's the oh let me let me see if i can wear a wig and it's like all of this stuff mm-hmm. is you wearing streetwear you wearing these like so many things you, these girls don't even realize that they're trying to look like black women or mixed mm-hmm. race women it's like they're doing it and they're not even clocking where they're yeah. getting their inspiration from it's exactly. very strange it is it is strange because like okay 
and um, you like so Diana has mentioned to me like she's she sent me a few times Jesse mm-hmm. from Little Mix being like why mm. does she want to be black so bad and like I've never I've never looked at it like that I just looked at Jesse kind of like oh this is what a lot of white girls are doing <laughs> yeah. and then it's like I look I look more and it's like actually yeah it's always the big like she's going for that big curly hair like the mixed race curl of the hair she's got Definitely. her lips done she's got her mm, like whether it's gym or whether she's might have had a bit of lipo here and there or whatever to her body mm. so she can have that hourglass figure she's going for mm. the the thick curvy look do you know what i mean and yeah. you know and we've already mentioned the lip filler all of that and it's like and she's all she's a big one on the fake tan with you she's know darker than me <laughs> <laughs> trying trying to look racially ambiguous and it's just like yeah i just Mm. it's just like why this is this is kind of the look that always that's all we're seeing on white girls now and it's like i just want to see why can't i see white girls who are pale you know like yeah she actually mentioned this um uh you know the girl from two broke girls um, um i don't know what her no. name is and she was she was in wandavision but i didn't actually watch wandavision but i saw her in it no i didn't either um uh, she's she was also in um house bunny this girl <laughs> I just, oh, I just the love main her. character. Huh? Wait, oh, hold on. She was the main, main character, character in House Bunny. No, she wasn't main character. She was a side character. Main character in House oh. Bunny was um. Oh, her. Emma Stone. I know this girl. Yeah, this girl. Like, isn't she stunning? Yeah, yeah. and she's, she's got just her own pale, thing. and she's just yeah. got her dark hair, and she, she is, is just really beautiful. Pretty. Like, yeah, yeah, she's just stunning, and she's just white and beautiful <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah and she's beautiful there are so many white girls like this in her like, there are so many but it's just that because of Instagram I think we're just so used to seeing a certain type of white girl that is trying to not look white <laughs> always yeah that's all we see that's like the influencer look white girls who are trying not yeah. to look white but literally like she's just nah like I just I just I, I just I don't know Ugh. anyway <laughs> oh, I don't know I, how much I'm, longer I can I talk on like, this, you know. <laughs> I just, I just don't like. I really don't like. I, I could talk loads about cultural appropriation, but yeah, I don't like when people take and take and they don't give anything back. Yeah, it's like you're, you're really crossing the line because I feel like white people feel so entitled to black culture and mm-hmm. black things, black artifacts, black items. It's like when are you just going to all stop and realise that you're taking far too much from us and you're not Literally. giving anything back? Like, exactly. we've created the music that you have today. Mm-hmm. We've influenced a lot of the food, the fashion. Mm-hmm. Like, you've got... You, the lips. In our museums. Like, the we've built the country. Do you know the what weeks. I mean? When is it going to be our time Everything. to get things Literally. back? Exactly. <laughs> it would exactly. be nice. We're not going to get anything back. They don't want to give us anything but like see yeah. I don't know if you want to continue on this like from this topic next week just a bit more on this whole yeah, like little mix thing and stuff like that Um because definitely I'm just thinking of time and I don't know if I've got another hour in me to be trying yeah oh my god it's it's almost yeah, yeah it's getting late 
Um, but actually, yeah, let's it, talk about it another time. Yeah, we might. We're gonna we're gonna come back to this next week because there's a lot of things that we want to talk about on this. But mm-hmm. yeah, stop stop trying to like this. When is it gonna change? Can the pale look be in? Because I'm sorry, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's I know. beautiful. You guys look beautiful with pale skin. Please, like you know, or like, can your tan just end at a glow and not be turning? orange and racially ambiguous like yeah you know what I mean like, just, where am I like girls that look like Anne Hathaway like yeah Anne Hathaway pretty. Emma Stone yeah you know like and what's sorry what is this girl's name I need to know what her name is <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry uh, is it not going to tell me the cast and Reese uh, Witherspoon just the girls that are ooh, doing bits like you, you look good no that is not her Sorry, I'm trying to... Oh, that's it's right. The, that's the right Kardashians good. have just created a mess. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> They've created such a mess. Literally. But, like, the thing about the Kardashians, they don't do the whole... They're not doing the, the tanning thing. Because, like, at least Khloe Kardashian... Like, Khloe mm-hmm. Kardashian, like... She's not looking that that, that baked orange... <laughs> but she sometimes is like have you seen some pictures she looks like she's trying to look like Beyonce oh, like God. she's maybe it's bronzer but she proper bronzes she puts up, a lot like, on there oh yeah I don't know and Kylie does as well some of Kylie's pictures like she really? the other day she posted a picture and she had like a dress on and she had her hair in a bun and she you know where people curl their hair she had like little curls coming down mm. and her skin was like darker than mine and I thought wow oh. you actually look like you could be black like I, I'm, I'm very very confused <laughs> i don't look at their i don't see their pictures like that her name's kat dennings by the way anyway i don't look at okay. um <laughs> i don't look at their pictures like that to to know so okay sorry that was my mistake they do <laughs> yeah like the kardashian look needs to go i'm tired of it i'm tired of the kardashian look. yeah we like, need a new trend we just can we can can just like i want to say can the natural look be in but it will never be in <laughs> no no one wants to be, be natural next? no one wants to look like themselves who wants to who wants to look like themselves oh <laughs> what, what do you think is going to be next though what is the next beauty trend oh, like, i don't what, even what, want to at least what is the next I'm surgery not, trend i don't want to predict big boobs nah nah big boobs is way 2000s like nah mm. big boobs is very 90s like Nah, we're not into breast men around here. <laughs> and people like to wear their, be able to wear their tops because like, I've seen people getting breast reductions. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Yeah. But when I see it, the people that I've seen, like I saw a TikTok of a girl who got a breast reduction. Yeah. So she was trying all these tops on before she got mm-hmm. her breast reduction, tried the same tops on afterwards. And ah, oh, they look so good. Like I'm, I'm happy for Aww. her because like her breasts yeah. were, the, her breasts were really big. And it's like, you know, some people's breasts are big where it's making them look bigger than they are. Yeah. yeah it was, it was like that. And like, I look, mm. I'm an advocate of, of breast reductions. Like obviously if it's kind of like, if it's really like hindering you, if it's getting to the point where mm. you, if you've got backache, stuff like that, and if it's like, and your breasts are really not in proportion with your body, mm. like I understand it. Um, and like with the, in that case, and the girl that I saw it on, that was the case. And her breast reduction looked mm. so good. And it just looked so, and she could wear tops, you know, where like yeah. beforehand the tops looked like, she just looked like she was bigger. 
but mm. she actually she was tiny like she she was had a tiny waist like she was tiny um but yeah like so I do you know so like I feel like people have been getting breast reductions like now anyway but I don't know Mm. I don't know because like because everyone wants to wear those mini tops and stuff but not look like Katie Mm. Price so I don't think boob jobs are going to be in for a long time because people aren't trying to look trashy I don't know what would be in this thighs (laughs) i have a feeling it will be skinny like it'll be back to the skinny look again i don't know probably most likely but but i I feel Mm. like they're gonna they're gonna carry on with the big bum though they're like the hourglass i don't feel like that's gonna go that's not gonna ever be unattractive yeah i can't see because everyone loves a perky bum yeah a nice bum like legit Mm. Hmm. Anyway, inject it. Yeah. <laughs> what are you injecting this week? Um, I've got a quote. Stop letting your potential go to waste because you don't feel confident or ready enough. People with half of your talent are making serious waves while you're waiting to feel ready. Mm. Okay. And that's it. Yeah, that's that. That's good. Yeah, don't be waiting to feel ready. Oh my gosh, just go for it. Just no, do no. it. Um. Mm-hmm. My injector, I am literally thinking off the top of my head. Sorry. <laughs> no, my injector is like, um, <laughs> oh, I'm just trying to think and I'm just tired. Um, yeah, my injector is like, um, guys, if you're feeling like you're, um, if you feel like things are kind of like moving slow and it seems like like there's always obstacles keep just like Mm. just keep keep going through because i'm like you guys understand kind of where you're at and where you are in like your mental space and yeah i like you guys know that um yeah like you guys know where you're what you're trying to achieve and what you're trying to do mm-hmm. so like don't let obstacles and these obstacles could be people these obstacles could be i don't know maybe it's like your job like don't let these obstacles put you off from just getting done what you want to get done like you 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 yeah. can do it like just just keep going um and even back to kind of like mental health awareness like it like sometimes that kind of anxiety or that thought like oh my gosh I really don't want to get through this like that could be Mm. seen as an obstacle but if you've managed to get up if you've managed to you know visit the bathroom today or if you managed to have a shower if you've got out of bed and you and you made it to work like well done like you've you've done something just like let's just celebrate it a bit like I know I talk about trying to celebrate Mm. these things but um a lot of the time but like we we Mm. should we should be trying to celebrate more and just um and I feel like I just need to remind you guys like let's celebrate the small things that we're doing um because mm. like even if it's a small step it's a step like well done <laughs> yeah but yeah yeah i like that because even if you aren't making big moves or making big steps and you're staying stagnant then like you shouldn't be too hard on yourself because yeah. you haven't always got to be progressing and like exactly. learning new skills and stuff sometimes like like it's nice to just you know um get get like into your everyday routine and mm-hmm. just have some sort of like 
stable thing going on um, exactly so you should praise yourself if you're if you're feeling productive or if you're feeling like your rest has been productive then just be like yes I'm being kind to my body I'm being kind to myself mm-hmm. I'm a good person um but this week also I've got a little tip I last week I stayed mm. off of Instagram for like four days and that's okay. the most that I've done probably since I was like fucking 16 <laughs> well done and um <laughs> it was actually I had such a nice time like, I was very productive I got so much done and then I also deleted it on Saturday um, on Saturday I didn't really have anything to do and I knew that people were probably going to be out Saturday night and I get FOMO like so badly mm. like looking at people's <laughs> stories and seeing that everyone's out and I'm, yeah, I'm indoors fine. I feel like such a loser and I feel <laughs> like I shouldn't feel like that because I love being on my own yeah. I love I love my own company but I used to feel I like that. Instagram did you? There were times. There's been times when it's like because there's a lot of times when I'm just here on a Saturday night and I'm not doing anything. Um, yeah. And times same. when I felt like really down, I felt like that. Mm. But like I wouldn't be watching people's stories. I'll just be in bed. And if I'm if I'm in yeah. bed like by ten o'clock on a Saturday, I like I feel like I'm a loser. But um, mm. at the moment now, like I'm not really feeling like I'm missing out on anything because it's like. Because I've started going out a bit. Because I I was drinking cocktails Mm. on the Friday and I ended up having to sleep off all Friday, like in the daytime. And I went to bed early as well. So for me, it was just like, oh, well, oh, well. Like, you know, like, so Saturday night when I wasn't doing anything, like my friend was texting me being like, oh, Alex, I should have invited you to this thing. And I was just like, no, what? I was drinking yesterday. I don't mind. I'm chill. I'm just like, I actually, I actually don't care. I was just like, oh, next time she goes, oh no, but I miss you now. I'm just like, look, you should have thought that before. (laughs) That's not my business. (laughs) But um, yeah, so now I haven't been feeling that so much, but I don't know if that's just because I'm I'm growing up and I don't really want to be out raving all the time. I just can't be bothered. (laughs) Yeah, it's so nice to just, like have your own company and do things you want to do like mm-hmm. on the weekend rather than feeling the pressure to like be out drinking or be out um yeah socializing all the time because it's a lot like for me at least it's a lot like yeah. I don't I don't really enjoy going out all the time I like I like being in my bed yeah. <laughs> I like having a bath <laughs> and eating indoors <laughs> but yeah that's good though. that's all from me um, but yeah, thank you guys for staying us, staying with us this long. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, thank you guys for listening. Episode nineteen, <laughs> we're really Ooh. we're really doing this, guys. Like, and <laughs> consistent as well. Consistency as well. Um, I've just mm-hmm. remembered that I forgot to post on Instagram today. But oh well, you guys can get your Monday motiv- motivation on Wednesday. <laughs> because I don't think I'm going to do it for tomorrow but um, it's fine but yeah like thank you guys for sticking around Um, we hope that you enjoyed this episode Um, we've spoken about a lot a lot so yeah Mm -hmm. we hope you enjoyed it and yeah that is it for us and we'll see Mm -hmm. you next time Bye. See you next time. Oh wait, no. Oh, sorry. Wait. You can Socials. find us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can find us at injected underscore pod on Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, and whatever else. We've got one video on YouTube. One day we will have two more, but <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not there right now. One day it will be. So um, be patient. Yeah, and we'll get back onto visuals. 
after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I am at ALXNDR underscore NIC on Instagram. I'm at D-E-A-N-N-N-A-B-L-A-K-E on Instagram. Probably won't be on there much this week, but, <laughs> but she's there. At some point I will. <laughs> um, but yeah, so thank you guys for sticking around with us and we hope that you enjoyed this episode. Um, I am tired and so I'm going to bed. <laughs> Me too. Um, but bye Thanks. everyone. Have a nice day. Bye. And- <laughs>